everybody to episode 33 of the yeah. Fuck You Mean Podcast with your boy Lukey Cage. Understand the understanding, yeah. <laughs> and your motherfucking boy Money Miz, that's me. We have yet another very, very special guest this week for all you what motherfuckers up? out there. I want to welcome to the The Fuck You Mean podcast this week. I want to welcome Ty yeah, yeah, Farris. Yeah. What's good, bro? What's cracking with y'all, man? What's good? Yo, we, we just quarantining, yo. <laughs> quarantining, man. Yeah, yeah, we all is, right? Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yo, off top, I got a question, man. I'll be seeing you wear a lot of bullshit. Yeah. So you, 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 you <laughs> fucking with the... Hey, you hey, fucking you with the... Uh, what? Huh? The, the, the nigga just threw a jab in my outfit, but I know yeah. y'all just talking shit. <laughs> I think you be wearing nah. a lot of bullshit. No, nah, no, nah, you talking about the Chicago <laughs> shit. Chicago, <laughs> right? Yeah. And that's the rapper in me. That was the rapper in me. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's bars right there, yo. Yeah, bullshit. yeah, bullshit. But hey, yo, son, yo, 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 but for yeah. real though, man, you be watching the uh the documentary, the um, the uh, last day. Yeah. yeah, I'm locked in on that shit, man. You know, Jordan, my Holy favorite shit. player all the time, man. So you know, coming up in Detroit. I didn't like him then. I mean, I liked him. I respect him because I was like, right there. <laughs> but you know, yeah, yeah. you 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 can't deny the nigga the, one of the best. He probably the best, the best of me ever. You know what I'm saying? Yup, yep. indeed, um, yeah. indeed. So, you know, and, it's the uh, culture, man. We wear Jordans. That's all. Detroit niggas wear Jordans. Yeah. <laughs> so the, yo, so the motherfuckers in Boston, yo, it's the same shit, yeah. man. And and they do in New York too. And he fucking ate them up in the nineties, man. Yeah. Yo, but on the real shit, I'm saying I grew up uh, just south of you, in, uh, outside of St. Louis. And I figured if I ain't wearing no Jordans, I would get murdered. I made yeah. 37 by not wearing no jo- Jordans, B. <laughs> hey, 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 what's crazy? Hey, what's crazy is uh, around my age six, man. You know, my shit was, my mom was, she was like going through some shit. So I, I stayed in St. Louis for a year, man, and some projects and shit. And I was oh, six man, what, years what old part? and shit. I mean, so I was too young side? to remember. Yeah, right, I don't, right. I was, but I know I was by the arch, whatever it was. I was, oh, yeah, you I could down, see the arch. You was down, you was, yeah. oh, you was downtown. You was, you was yeah. down, downtown, yo. It's probably like abandoned building, burnt, burnt. Then they had like a, a funeral home. Then you had like a liquor store. And then you had like a church, then another big <laughs> burnt down building. <laughs> right, 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 bulls, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we get into it, yo. Go, 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 bulls, yo. Go, bulls. We're, hey, hey, hey. While we're on this, why don't we? I'm gonna dive into kind of the middle of what I was gonna ask about. But since oh. we're talking about the Bulls, Pistons, you being from Detroit, right? Yeah. Um, you had that concept album that you released yeah. with Water. Um, yeah. And it was called Bulls versus Pistons, and uh, I think it came out. Was it last year or twenty eighteen? It was in the last uh, year or two. I believe, yeah, it was. Right? It was last year. It was last year. Last year, work, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, obviously, you know, uh, for the listeners out there who might be under a rock, you know, there was a huge rivalry in the in the late eighties and early nineties between the Chicago Bulls and mm-hmm. the Detroit Pistons, right? Mm-hmm. And the bad uh, boys. you know, yeah, the bad boys, man, fucking Bill Beer, fucking. Sally, Rodman, Isaiah Thomas, yeah. Joe Dumars. I mean, McGuire. Yo, yeah, man. Yo, the Pistons were fucking stacked. James Edwards, yeah. James <laughs> Edwards, yeah, man. God damn. And you motherfuckers, you used to beat the shit out of my Boston Celtics there in the late 80s. You got back-to-back titles going through us. Yeah, everybody, yo. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so uh, can you tell us a little bit about how how you linked up with Water 
and how you guys came up with that whole concept to do Bulls versus Pistons, which is an incredible concept. Yeah, uh, so the homie uh, Ill Brown, man, is a producer from Chicago. I met through my man Trox with the uh, Team Backpack guys. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Trox. Yeah, he came to me and was like, man, I got this artist uh, I, I work with out of Chicago. He lyricist like you named Water. So he sent me some of the music. I'm like, yo, this nigga dope. So we, we, we linked up and then like, let's do knock out a project. And uh, that's how it came about, man. It, it only made sense to do it that way. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I mean, that's pretty fucking dope, man. Yeah. And like, and like you were saying before, man, coming up in Detroit, you know, obviously you're partial to the Pistons, but yeah, yo, yo, Jordan was special, man. Like, mm-hmm. yo, the Celtics sucked back then. You know, at, at the last time uh, I think we won a title might have been '86, if I remember correctly, in that era. Yeah. And and then, you know, we lost Larry Bird. We lost Mikhail. We started going down and it was yeah. like, yo, you know, I hate to say it. Of course, I'm with the Celtics. But if they're not making the playoffs, bro, I was watching the Bulls. <laughs> yeah, that's, the, that's like right now, man. Shit, I can't. I mean, I don't fuck with the Pistons here right now, man. It's the fucking buffoons who run in this fucking organization. <laughs> so it's like, Word. you know, I understand this shit. You know what I'm saying? Word. Word. Jackie hey. Bull. I got to tell you, I was rooting for you guys back in, I think it was 04, if I remember correctly, uh, yeah, when you guys yeah. had Chauncey, Bill, Billups, yeah. Yeah, that's a great Wallace. Team right there. Uh, yeah. Oh, fuck. What was that? Hamilton? Rip Hamilton? Yeah, Rick uh, Hamilton. Ben Wallace. Uh, yeah, Ben Prince. Wallace. Oh, Tayshawn yeah. Prince. Yo, yeah. I, man, that team, that was like a, that was an, a legitimate team. They played yeah. team fucking basketball. Yeah. You know, team there was defense. no standout, you know, LeBron or Jordan on the team. They yeah. got it done together, and it, man, I rooted for y'all motherfuckers big time yeah. because that shit was fuck crazy. Everybody else, yeah, hell yeah, yeah, that shit was crazy, man. I remember when we, I remember when they won the last game of the finals, man. It was crazy downtown. We was running around the streets downtown. I was with Big Proof back then, and we was just word, running word. on bars and shit, man. Yeah, we about twenty, thirty deep with Proof, man, running around just celebrating. That shit was a moment, man. Oh man, that must have been so much yeah. fucking fun, man. <laughs> you, you gotta understand, man. That was like you know. We we beat Kobe in them, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, right. <laughs> so it's like you know, and, and we didn't have no. I mean, I think Phillips might have just made the all, but I don't think we even had an all star on our team like that at the yeah. time. Right. So next you know, that shit was crazy. Next year, yeah, y'all yeah, have like yeah, four. Yeah, yeah. Next yeah, year, y'all yeah, have yeah. like four. The day, yeah, Rasheed like, Wallace and yeah. shit. Yeah, Rasheed yeah. Wallace and shit. Yeah. yeah shout yeah. out, uh, shout out, my boy A Biz. He just had a son. Uh, congratulations to him and his girl. Congratulations. And uh, his favorite fucking player, <laughs> I don't know why, but it's literally his motherfucking favorite player ever is Rasheed Wallace. He named his kid Rasheed, man. <laughs> hey, hey, Rasheed is that nigga, man. Check it out, bro. Uh, I got tons of stories, but uh, when he was yeah. here, man, he was staying here and shit. Uh, he can speak. He, he, I was with my man Trick Trick and shit, and he came oh, to shit. motherfucking. He came to the motherfucking Red Man and Method Man concert in Pontiac, man. And uh, he was out and he was out and he was in that motherfucker saying that shit word for word. So we was all just hanging out afterwards, man. Real cool yeah. brother, man. Real cool that, dude, man. That's off the hook. I, I if I remember correctly, he had a little radio show, possibly when he was on Portland. And it was like mm-hmm. a little underground rap show that he would do once a week, I think. Out yeah, there. yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. That did happen. Yep. Yeah, he was he was always involved in hip hop, man. Shout out to yeah. She Well. He even played for the Celtics for a couple years towards the end of his career, True man. Indeed. We, so yeah, we indeed. love him out here too, man. Anyways. <laughs> yo, whatever, uh, whatever. Uh, speaking of hooping, my homie said he used to hoop with you. And he said he used to he used to like man, he used to like slime on you, son. 
Ain't, ain't no, ain't no nigga said that about I me. Know, I 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 I don't remember him, so I don't know if that's good for him. <laughs> oh, hey, you already know it. Hey, yo, everybody know. Yo, everybody didn't know me. Know one, two things. Like ten years ago, I used to like foul everybody, son. Like, oh, you you the prison ball basketball player, nigga. Son, all the way. But I, I, come, I, come the, I come to the gym all pretty and shit. Like my socks match my, my shorts pause. and everything. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, you you get the you got the motherfucker look nice in there. You think he either two things. He can really hoop. Oh, he's like. Oh, he soft. can't. Oh, you, no, no. If, if you came yeah. to the gym matching here, bro, we if you got too many colors coordinated, bro, we like, yo, you're trying too hard to get picked, bro. Yeah, yeah. That means he can't hoop. I'm soft, but I go out there and like, dive on the floor for the ball and shit, but now I don't do that shit. I'm old and shit. And now I'm a sniper. I'm a sniper out there hilarious, now. That's hilarious, dog. Yeah. If you, yo, concrete, my nigga, I dive on the floor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, yo, he wild, man. We ain't playing with him. But then they pick me because they know I play defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You go do all the yeah. shit that nobody else want to do and shit. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Like construction work. <laughs> yo, yeah. yo, you said that you said that guy BZ was from Dead End Hip Hop, right? Something like that. Yeah. Yo, yeah. yo, we gotta we gotta orchestrate a uh a, a game of horse between Ty and, and BZ over the Instagram live, yo. <laughs> Holy hey, shit. Hey, any day, yo. any day, any day yeah, you want to man. We play a game of horse, yo. It should be. They did that on ESPN a couple weeks back. They had horse with like, uh, I forgot, man. Yeah, Chauncey Billers was in it. Yeah, yeah. Chauncey Billers mm-hmm. was in it. Yeah, they were doing it from their own homes or whatever, man. Shit was kind of cool. Hey, hey, I, hey, challenge, I, I challenge yeah. everybody to that shit. I, I challenge you. I challenge you. I challenge you one on one. Three dribbles, <laughs> no offensive rebounds. Hey, check this out. Hey, hey, since he already told me how he playing, I'm a decline, bro. I don't want to yeah. get fucked up, bro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I don't play that no more. I don't Hey, 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 nigga, take me down in the post and start throwing bowls and shit. I can't get to the studio. That nigga knocked my fucking rib cage out of pocket. Nah, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna accidentally foul you. Also, you gonna turn your ankle. Then, like, motherfuckers, I'm just like, oh fuck, I fucked up Kai Ferris, man. Mm. What the fuck? Goddamn, mad Accident. people gonna hate on you, Luki. Worth <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, yo. Yo, so, so Ty, let me, let me segue. Uh, what you just said though, you said back yeah. then. When um when Detroit won the title in 04, you you mentioned uh-huh. that you were you were out there with Proof, R.I.P. Yeah, uh, R.I.P. Proof, man, one of the legendary rappers from Detroit. Sure so indeed. let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, I did a little research on you, and you yeah. know, correct me correct me if I'm wrong, but in uh, your early career, I think it started yeah. in the very very early 2000s, possibly the late 90s. Yeah. Uh, you came in the scene uh, in the battle rap scene in Detroit. Uh, with proof, yeah. I think, right? Kind of, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I mean, obviously, you know, uh, Eminem uh, made battle rap kind of like worldwide famous at yeah. that time. He came out with uh-huh. Eight Mile, I think, in '02, mm-hmm. maybe it was. Yeah, um, that's '02. That's when I came around, actually, right around after that. Yep. Word. Uh-huh. So, wh- like, I can't even imagine what the fucking battle rap scene in Detroit was at that time, because at least based on what I've seen in the media and in that movie and stuff, and with all of the light being shined on battle rap at that time. Yeah. What, what the fuck was that? Like you were in like the forefront of like, you know, division a in Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Motherfuckers must've been 
eating people for dinner over there in the battle yeah. rap. What was that it, like, man? It was it was highly competitive. So check it out, bro. Uh, I didn't really start rapping like when that fucking movie came out. I didn't even understand. I didn't really start rapping until two thousand two three. Seriously, you know what I'm saying? So uh, when that shit came about, man. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, I'm from Six Mile, so the shit is called Eight Mile. I'm from Six Mile. In Detroit, Eight Mile is like the border street that separates the suburbs to the hood. So anything okay. anything Eight Mile, Seven Mile, Six Mile, down, that's the hood. Anything Eight Mile, Nine Mile, Ten Mile, that's the suburbs. So the higher up in the numbers of the mile you go, the suburban area it is. So, uh, yeah, I'm from Six Mile, man, and... That shit wasn't happening in my hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas was, wasn't battling. Like, niggas always battled, like, you know, amongst each other in the hood. But the way that shit was being held, like, I didn't know it was hip-hop venues and about that shit. I was in, I was in the streets, bro. I didn't know nothing about none of that shit, bro. So once I uh, met up with my homie and, and uh, started doing the music shit, 8 Mile had just sprung about. And uh, he was actually my homie I used to rap with. He was actually an extra in the movie, like, you know, one of the niggas in the crowd and shit like that. Yep, yep. And uh, so that's a little backdrop of it. But the uh, the scene, once I got on the scene uh, and understood this shit, I'm like, yo, this is it, everybody was battling in. Like, you just could be driving down the street and see motherfuckers ciphering on the corners, bro. It was, <laughs> it became, yo, that's it, wild. It, 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 it became like, because everybody was thinking that was going to be a way to get to Eminem. Like, oh, I'm sure I'm the best battle rapper and all that shit. So <laughs> it was it was, it, it was highly competitive. And I, I, I always say, bro, I never front. Bro, when I first started battling, bro, freestyling-wise, I was getting my ass kicked, bro. I went mm-hmm, in there and got mm-hmm. my ass kicked every time because I didn't... These guys were sharp, bro. Like like I said, I started like 2002, two, three, whatever it was. You had guys from the late 90s in there who were fucking freestyle about everything on you you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, right, right. So, you know becoming after you do that shit for a while you know man i had to start showing up to the battles in all black so the niggas couldn't pick nothing <laughs> out on my couldn't say, nothing. <laughs> say nothing about me on my shit word, but a word. nigga got a nigga got a nigga one time like that Nigga wore all black. He said, guess what? He came dressed for his funeral. I say, what the fuck? Oh, man. Like, like, yo, you can't even... Like, and the crowd went crazy and shit. But, yeah, (laughs) this shit was highly competitive. You got a a bunch of, you know, I mean, battle rappers now from here that came from, like, you know, my man, uh, legendary, my bro, uh, Marv One. Quest Malone. You know what I'm saying? Back then, there was a guy named Swine, uh, that was on MTV and shit, you know. So a lot of Guilty Simpson, he used to be back in there. Uh, yeah. A lot of, lot of motherfuckers, man. We all had back then. You, you, only way you can get your respect is to go through that gauntlet and gauntlet, right? And battle rap in front of the niggas like Proof and uh, Elzai and fucking Denai, Mr. Porter. So you had to battle in front of them guys to get the respect to even get acknowledged back then. Right, mm-hmm. and 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 mm-hmm. just, I mean, just some of those names that you just threw out there. I mean, we're talking legendary fucking freestyle yeah. rappers here. Bro, and, yeah. uh, for me, for me personally, Ty, like, you know, I'm very partial to East Coast, you know, like New York fucking street rap from the mid 90s. Right. That's yeah. like my that's my bread and butter right there. Right. But I got to say, you know, the city of Detroit really picked Definitely. up, the, picked up the torch from New mm-hmm. York. Once New York kind of died down in the 
early 2000s, Mm -hmm. mid-2000s, even this past decade. I feel like Detroit has really been carrying the torch for fucking, like, raw rap music, like, spit, like a spitter's spitter, like raw rhymes and shit, right? And, you know, you got the Elzai's, Royce's, fucking Mm -hmm. Marv 1's, Guilty Simpsons, like you just said, Eminem, the the fucking video game boss battle rapper, you know, you get him, you at the boss, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, for for you to come in the game at that time, with that level of competition and that level of, of, of like, world-renowned MCing, I mean, that says a lot for you as an MC, and you have had a long career. I mean, look at this longevity. Yeah. We're in 2020 now. You survived yeah. the gauntlet, bro. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. So how does that feel to come out the gauntlet of winning? Hey, man. <laughs> hey, yo, bro. I ain't gonna front. That shit feel good to the motherfucker because a lot Word. of niggas, you know, I don't want to say it like that, but it was a ton of us. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah. tons of us. It's a bunch of names that I ain't even mentioned. It's not here. It's because, right. they, you know, they, they couldn't get through it and shit, man. But for me, man, uh, See, like, like I say, man, I play basketball. I only got one tattoo. That's a basketball. You know what word, I'm saying? So I, word, I'm word. a highly competitive nigga. So once I figured out I wasn't going to the league, I put that word passion up. into being <laughs> competitive with rap, man. And that's word, probably dude. the main thing that kept me going is proving motherfuckers wrong that who thought I wasn't going to be able to do this shit. And, I mean, word. it wasn't easy, bro. It was a time, you know, right around when Hood Hopping and them fucking songs was coming out. Yo, uh, had to try Jay, to do Jay anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, oh, that man. song was banging, too. But, uh, <laughs> it really was. Yeah. Yo, I can't front. I, I can't front on the song. It was banging. <laughs> but for, a nigga who, for a nigga who was trying to rap as good as me, and I wasn't mm-hmm. that good back then, I was still better than that. And it was like, yo, it was no way out of this motherfucker. So, uh, <laughs> you know, for the resurgence of uh, uh, niggas like me who like to rap and shit, uh, and, and being able to basically, like, say, get a second win, with this shit and, and prosper is beautiful, bro. Yeah, man. Hey, during, man that, during that absolutely. time, though, but during, but during that yeah. gauntlet time, Detroit was the one that held it down. Like, like Miz said, like I always like some village was my shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then when they got Elzai, it was like more of my shit. Yeah. It was like the the god rap right there. But in yeah. um, the middle of that shit, uh, the Black Milks, uh, mm-hmm. Sound the oh. City, uh, all mm-hmm. that shit, uh, Papa, uh, Papa the Man. All that yeah. shit held that shit down. So when people were telling me hip hop was dead, this, that, and the third, I was listening to Tronic and shit, B. Yeah. I was like going, I was like, I was like, man, it's not yeah. that bad, yo. Yeah, and man. I listened to the radio anyway. So it was like, yeah. It was, it was, uh, it was, you know, at that time, I want to say this is like 2004, 2005, man. Mm-hmm. In Detroit, we still had a, a strong hip hop scene, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, I went on tour with D12 and Slum Village. You know what I'm saying? We did 50 Word cities up. and shit. So, we did, uh, yeah. so uh, at that point, uh, Black Milk was with uh, Young RJ, and it was B.R. Gunner producer. B.R. Gunner. Yeah, they, yeah, they was they was producers. At that time, you know, they, you know, they wasn't even doing that. Black Milk wasn't Black Milk. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he was he wasn't rapping and nothing. Yeah, yeah. Fat Ray was the guy. And uh, so you know. We was opening for Slum Village. Slum Village was opening for D12. Black Milk wasn't even on the tour. Black Milk was basically like a roadie for, for Slum Village and shit. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. uh, and that's when he started getting in his beats and shit. And, you know, Hex was managing Slum Village at the time. I mean, Hex Murder. And then he up. just picked up and uh, Hex, and, and he ended up managing Black Milk. So uh, at that point, you know what I'm saying? Like, that whole, the whole nucleus of that whole fucking scene was on tour. Got L's right out. Up. 
you got T3, you got Black Milk, you know what I'm saying? You got Big Proof, you got D12, and then you got the little niggas like us coming up, me and my, my group Underproof and shit. So mm-hmm. that whole little circle was, you know, that was Detroit hip-hop, man. That was, it was crazy back then. Yo, well, and, honestly, and the fat, I, I wouldn't yo. be right. The Fat Killers was on it, too. That's Marv One Group. Fat Father, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? They was on that on that uh tour as well. I'm just That's in so. awe at all the names that, you know, we're, you know, in this discussion that we're dropping for, of Detroit MCs. I mean, you guys really have a rich fucking culture of hip hop. And, uh, and, yeah. and, and as a fan of rap, I got to thank you and your city. Because yeah. like, like, like Lukey said, you know, when everybody was saying hip hop was dead, I could consistently go to Detroit, Detroit. rappers and, and find oh, the shit oh. that I need that's missing, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. And and that, and and, that, and it, here's the flip side of that shit, bro. Because you know we got that sound of hip hop, but Detroit is mostly known for the whole other sound of of, of street music. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's a bunch of niggas that sound like Motown. T Grizzly. You know what I'm saying? No, it's the oh, T really? Grizzly oh, sound really? of niggas. That's yep. what the streets, the Detroit street niggas fuck with that shit. You know what I'm saying? The shit that really? that Elzai and, and and what I'm doing now. Is 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 almost front the pile like yo them niggas are suckers and shit you know what I'm saying because most of the niggas selling drugs here and shit they listen yeah. to that shit the T Grizzly doing uh Sada Baby shout out Sada uh back then it was a group called Rock Bottom and uh Street Lords uh mm-hmm. you know uh Street Lord Wine but if you do your research on them man that was the music that was sounding the streets of Detroit when Eight Mile hit the scene uh, that was like the world thinking that you know. This is Detroit hip hop right there, it, and it is. But what the niggas in Detroit, in this inner city of Detroit, listen to? They ain't listening to Slum Village. They ain't listening to fucking Eminem or D12. It's, they they don't yeah. fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's two different Detroit hip hops and shit. So the one that y'all got it, I'm glad y'all got that one. It's a better representation. Put it like that. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> the way the way yeah. I, the way I saw it was like from like the Motown sound generated like that movement right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no nah, like, shit, man. Like, you 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 know better than me, man. Like I I'm not gonna act like I'm some super uh, informational nigga like that with yeah. the hip hop shit. But uh, <laughs> they told me too. They told me uh, yeah, yeah. They told me uh, Farad Muhammad as well. You know what I'm saying like, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, Farad and uh, um, yeah, motherfucking Motown is what generated that sound. When I yeah, heard that, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was all in it. I was studying yeah. the. Uh, Nation of Islam and uh people it was lights and shit and I was like, Oh yeah. shit, they, this, this is what they work. Say, say Elijah Muhammad from here, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, you got all this you got all that all that shit, all that culture right there. Yeah. I didn't go I didn't know that uh, they didn't listen to that shit up there. <laughs> nah. Yeah, I mean nah. It was a it was it was a, it was a niche it was really considered underground, you know what I'm saying? It was a niche group of niggas. It was like the it was like the not the so cool circle niggas that trying to wrap their ass off and shit. We used to call them the instant, uh, the the chew stick niggas and shit. You know what I'm saying? Niggas who mm-hmm. chew on the sticks and shit and, and, and light the incense and shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's fucked up, man. Yo, here's yeah. the thing though, Ty. Right? Like, like I I I, I know exactly what you're saying, but it, like it's a good thing though that like yeah. you and guys like Elzai differentiated yeah. yourselves because yeah. you know at the end of the day, street rap is street rap. It's been happening yeah. for 30, 40 years, right? So like. Mm-hmm. You know, rapping about selling drugs and this that, and the other, I love it. I love that yeah. shit, right? But yeah. you know, when it co- when it comes to replay value, you know, you yeah. go back and it's like, all right, yeah, you heard that shit, you know, and you, yeah. you and we, and we heard it for forty fucking years now, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So like guys like you and Elzai who could still spit about street shit, but in an introspective, yeah. you know, 
way where you know maybe you're you're observing what's happening yeah. you're discussing it like yeah, as yeah. Storytelling, like a social like issue a, a narrating. Yeah, narrating right you narrate it and and that's how you teach lessons to your mm -hmm. to your audience and that's what makes the audience come back for more so yeah you know in the long run i think your strategy is is a lot better <laughs> yeah oh yeah i agree uh, and, with and you it, brother <laughs> and it, yeah, right right and it yeah. gives more substance to the music yeah. too you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I don't know. It elevates the lyrical content, which yeah, which which yeah. you know I'm a fan of that. So you know I'm glad yeah, you man. do that shit. <laughs> yeah, but you know, but that when when you become a rapper that does that introspectiveness, you had to live something. You know what I'm saying? Because you 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 right. You you got to be able to pull that shit. You know, pull that experience real, and put it in experience. the music. Yeah. Yes. You, so you had to live it. So you had to go through the phase of being stupid and and young and dumb and shit in order to mm -hmm. even be knowledgeable enough to even talk about the shit. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, so right. Yeah. So how did that all affect your music? You know, what was, what was, let's get, take it back, uh, like yeah. what you said, to the Genesis. How, Genesis. Yeah. How did you get involved in hip hop when, you know, how did your life experience kind of mold you into the MC that you are? Yeah, man. Uh, so like I said, I'm from Six Mile. It's, it's, you know, that's my hood and shit, Eastside. Uh, I wasn't in the rap, man. I mean, I was in the rap, like, you know, everybody listen to music, but I was listening to the shit that I was talking about that I wasn't even doing. Like my man Rock Bottom, uh, that's a probably the most known Detroit hip hop group, Rock Bottom Street Lords, and uh, I was me and my homies was listening to that shit. But in the mm -hmm. same time, I had a cousin who I was living with, my man, my cousin Little Bruce. He was writing raps along the other line, and he was actually recording shit with Jay Dilla. Like he had beats from Dilla and shit. Now Jay Dilla from oh, my hood too. Jay Dillon wow. from Conan Garden, so yep. uh, Conan Garden. yeah, yeah. So, Jay, Jay, so that's like a half a mile. That's like a half a mile from my from my grandma's house, and mm -hmm. down the street from me, uh, by ten grandmother stayed. So my my grandmother and by ten people was like seven houses from each other. I didn't know about by ten, what? and yeah, I didn't know about by ten until he 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 passed, and and wow. I'm like yo man, wow. when it, you know when it happened and shit. So I didn't even know about all that. But uh, for me, man, I was just. You know, I was in the streets, man. Uh, I ain't act like I'm super gangster or super drug dealer, no nigga like that. But I was hustling and, and you know, doing what I had to do and shit. And, uh, you know, I had two good friends, man, my man Ray and Nate. And uh, we was, you know, we was out every night doing dumb shit, stealing cars and, and breaking in cars, stealing sound systems and shit like that. <laughs> and uh, <Word. laughs> one day, one day, you know, we go play basketball at this place called Joe, Joe Dumars Fieldhouse. And mm -hmm. uh, we go in there and we get into it with some niggas and uh, we always kept the burner on us. And uh, we get into it with some niggas and niggas uh, push one of my niggas down and the nigga fell into like the corner of the bleachers or some shit. And uh -huh. the nigga and the, the corner of the, of the bleacher hit the nigga cheekbone and he was gushing out blood. Oh, God, and, damn. Uh, God yeah. Damn. And so we was like, well, we about to fuck these niggas up and shit. When, when it happened and shit, I know this will be a little long, I'm trying to cut it short, but I got to give it the right due. Mm -hmm. When the shit happened, you know what I'm saying, uh, everybody with us was like, yo, we about to beat these niggas ass, but one of my other homies like, no, nah, we about to pop these niggas. So, uh, <laughs> so we, we leave the gym and shit. Now, this we, the gym is on 18 mile. Remember I was telling you about 8 mile? So we north of 8 mile, which is the suburban, suburban area. Yeah. Well, mostly white folks and shit. So mm -hmm. uh, we we get in the car and we start chasing these niggas. And uh, thank God, man, we we decided that 
I, I jumped in the other car with my man Muncho. So my man Nathan Ray was in one car chasing. We was behind them. And uh, we was chasing them niggas down the street, uh, like the uh, street chasing them niggas. And we was, I, was, I was in the car that was supposed to try to cut them off so them niggas could stop running. Yo. The niggas did one of them U-turns where they went, they U-turned on the other side and went back the other way. So by the time we tried to get in front of them to turn them off, they, they already busted U-turn. Me and my other nigga went, to, went straight. My boy Ray and Nate kept going and, and chased them niggas. As they was God chasing them, as they was chasing the niggas, my nigga Ray grabbed the uh the forty and started shooting at the niggas. As he's shooting, the niggas is in the car calling the police. Oh. God damn! So a bullet God goes damn. a bullet goes through the top of the windshield, and uh, one through the windshield and one in the trunk and somewhere else. By the time by the time they get four or five blocks, he says. The police was already there. So holy shit. The, now mind you, the two guys I'm talking about, my best friends, I hung out with them every day. Yeah. They, 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 they get locked up. They go to jail two years. It was two to, they get end up getting from five to two to five and end up doing like two and a half. So I was out here by myself. You know what I'm saying? Uh, at that damn. point I ain't had no friends and shit. But that's when I had just started messing with rap and I was whack. But my man from jail, my man Race, I got the letter. He's like, man. You sounded pretty good rapping. I wouldn't tell you in person and shit. And from that moment on, I was out here and I started rapping. And uh, basically, I started selling mixtapes, to be honest. I was selling fucking DJ Clues and yep. uh, K-Slays and, and Envies and Flexes and Big mm -hmm. Mics. So that's that's how I started, man. Uh, basically, my two homies ended up getting locked up, man. If they didn't get locked up, I was I was making pretty cool money in the streets, man. I ain't gonna like again. I wasn't no fucking drug lord or nothing, but I was I was living this shit. And, yep, uh, yep. I, yeah, I was good, man. And <laughs> I didn't, you know, I was I had no desire to rap. Uh, I didn't think I was good enough and shit. And but once my man's and them got locked up, I started fucking with it. And then, like I said, my cousin was in my house with me, and uh, he was fucking with Jay Dilla. So I I used to go in my basement. And uh, we write, write, write raps together and shit. And then I started getting better at it. I was like, oh, that shit sound cool and shit. So from that was the that was what really started me into music right there. Man, it is crazy how how like a negative can be turned into a positive yeah. like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like if they didn't get locked up, maybe you would have been fucking around in the streets and I'd, eventually I'd have been dead, I would have been in, I would have been dead or with them. Right, prison. right. Yeah. yeah. So like I guess it was a blessing in disguise you know i hate to say yeah. the cliche like that but it really was and yeah and yeah, i'm glad definitely. it was because <laughs> yeah. you make great fucking music my guy yeah. appreciate Holy it man shit. i thank and, like in my music i thank them every time man you know it's, it's, it's fucked up situation but them going to jail saved all our lives that's how i tell them every time yeah sick, so man. what what ended up happening with them are they okay are they, they oh yeah no right? no so uh my boy ray he got out like here's the crazy shit my man ray who shot the gun that was his first time ever shooting a gun. Nigga, imagine the first wow. time you ever shoot a gun and go to jail. It's like, Yo. you got the worst luck, nigga. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, first time he ever shot a gun and shit. But uh, he, he got out. He got out. He he did his shit straight. He got out, like, in two. Because uh, it was a mandatory then or some shit like that, too. It was his Yo. first anything and shit. But my other nigga, Nate, he had prior. So he ended up oh. having to do, like like, three. And then he got out. Did some dumb shit like stealing some fucking tools from Sears or some shit. They bounced him back and he had to go to do another two. So 
they all out uh, now. That's it. But yeah, yeah, word, they word. out now. Yeah, yeah. God damn. And and yo, I saw a documentary like a year or two ago, and uh, God, I forgot the name of it, man. They made a famous movie out of it with Matthew McConaughey about uh mm. some young kid in in Detroit um mm. who was like snitching to the feds on some other oh drug yeah, uh, deal. white boy Rick. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, it. Yeah, White yeah, boy yeah, Rick. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had said in the movie and in the there was a documentary and a movie, and I, I watched them both. And they said that like the state of Michigan had some of the most strict motherfucking laws yeah. on like prison sentencing. And like mm-hmm. you know, if you got caught with like yeah. I forgot, like maybe I forgot exactly what it was. Don't quote me on this, but hypothetically, let's say it was like two kilos of coke, right? Yeah. So if you got caught with like two or more. It's like a mandatory life fucking sentence. Like, yeah. that is insanity, man. Like, yeah. fucking Michigan, man. Yeah. God damn. I, I, I give you some of the history on that, and this is what I've been told. You got to understand, we, we right here at the border of Canada, man. So in the Prohibition uh-huh. days, uh, the bootlegging oh. liquor used yep. to come from, uh, you know, over Canada and shit. We had to, I was <clears> in a group called the Purple Gang. That's what proof named the group gang. I was in. Uh-huh. The Purple Gang. Uh-huh. The Purple Gang was some... Uh, some fucking Jewish mobsters and shit. So yep. uh, they the ones who did the hit St. Valentine's Day Massacre for uh, Al, Pacino, uh, Al Capone. So mm-hmm, that's just a mm-hmm. little history of that. But they was they the the law enforcement had to do the crackdown because of the prohibition days of the smuggling the the liquor and shit. So all mm-hmm. that shit became harsh laws here. I just seen yesterday, which I didn't know, that uh. You get caught with Molly is life sentence out here and shit. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Molly is life sentence is what's it? MDMB shit, whatever the yeah, fuck. MD, that shit MD, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Hell yeah, that shit crazy. So we always had strict drug laws. It's crazy. The, the drug laws are stricter than the motherfucking gun laws. Right. I mean, that's bananas, man. In New York, know. that shit five years, isn't it? The gun is five years off rip, right? I believe so. Yeah, they're yeah. very strict there. Yeah, yeah, that shit's scary there. Whoo! I don't know, man. All this jail shit is fucking outrageous, <laughs> man. It's like yeah. wait. I mean, that's a whole other conversation. We could talk about Fact. that for hours, but goddamn. So, so yo, what's it like present wow. day now? Then let's let's bring it forward to right yeah. now in D- in Detroit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, I've seen a lot of stories about you know the fucking coronavirus and shit hitting Michigan yeah. pretty hard. Um, oh, you know, you got, you got, fat, you got, yeah, you yeah. got, right, you, Dumb got those, you got those racist fucking Trump supporting piece of shit militias trying to come to the fucking state capital and, and threaten the governor. And the, it's like, what the fuck? That's white privilege on another level right there. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the, uh, that's like the pinnacle of white fucking privilege right there. And, um, I mean, the climate, you got Flint, Michigan, with, with yeah. these motherfuckers, the, the fucking governor has his boy who has some fucking company make these new fucking uh, pipes yeah. and shit coming from a different reservoir. And he, he, they're, they're still contaminated. I mean, fucking yeah, Michigan, bro. you guys, you guys got it rough over there, man. Like, yeah. what is what is life like right now, man? Man, you know what? It's, it's, it's crazy, man, because it's like. Like now I'm staying in the suburbs. Remember I was telling you about I'm on I'm the on the north side of Amar. I got the fuck out the hood, man. Yo, but uh good. Right now, Yo. man, this shit it, it's crazy because the fucking the people, the uh like the Trump supporters and shit, it's a lot of them here, man. And you would think for us to have such an inner city our inner city 
uh, Lansing is our capital and shit. So it ain't even Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And the racism here is is crazy, man. It is so bad, man. It's like uh, the police, the police here, man. They're the racist motherfuckers ever, man. It, and and they, they target the hoods, man, and, and force like the Flint shit, man. That shit, man, Flint is fucked up, man. Like Detroit, Detroit ain't even as fucked up as Flint, man. Yeah, Flint look yeah. like a third world country, man. You know what I'm saying? I know. And, and, uh, and, and this shit happened many years ago, and they still yeah. have done nothing to fucking yeah. resolve it. it it's it'd be unreal. amazing. It'd be amazing watching these fucking news outlets. And it's like, yo, they be talking about all this shit. And then I'm like, yo, did they just... They gave us a little bit of light on it for a while, and then that shit just disappeared. It's like, yo, ain't nothing changed. It ain't yeah, nothing this, changed since then. There's a whole generation of fucking children that, that have yeah. learning disabilities because yeah. of this. I, I mean, yeah. this is this is beyond a scandal. This is a, yeah. you know, this a genocide, is like, bro. It's a genocide. Yeah, man. Not fucking, fucking cool. Genocide, and this is, man. this is fucking United States in 2020. What the fuck, man? What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, man. I, I, I can't even... I, it, it's just bad, man. When I go through the hood and shit, man, to just see, it's just it's poverty, man. It's like it's it's hopelessness. You know what I'm saying? It's like this is what it is, man. It's no way out of it. it. It's like it's it's hard to even dream when you live in that shit, man, because you you don't see like a lot of niggas from my hood right now, man. That the next generation, they they never even been outside of their neighborhood before. They don't even know nothing outside of their neighborhood. You know what right, I'm saying? So how, Just think how about can they that. dream if right? How they, can they dream if on. they don't know what else there is? Man, check this out. Yeah. Outside of my outside of my trip to St. Louis when I was young, I didn't leave my neighborhood until I was 17. I didn't know yeah, nothing across. I didn't know nothing across eight miles. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I didn't even know what shit looked like. You know what I'm saying? So going across eight mile, coming out the hood, and you've been there for fucking 10, 13 years straight. Eight miles is like going out of town and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. The house is just nice and shit. Like, whoa! <laughs> this shit was five minutes away from me. Nice houses and shit. So, you know, it's, it's, crazy. it's crazy that they, it's basically like a bubble. You're trapped in the hood, man. And it's like if you don't get out of that shit, like, you, that's all you would know and that's all you become, man. And, and that shit is not healthy because most of the niggas is in dead or jail, bro. And, and, and it's almost like I don't want to say it's they fought, but it's it's like it's not even they fought because they're conditioned to only know that lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and right. that's fucked up, man. That's fucked up. It's, it's yeah, fucked the, up, bro. Their frame of reference is is all they know is that street yeah. shit. And yeah. That's bro. that's how you survive. And yeah. I mean, I mean, all this political shit. Throw it out the window. You yeah. Know, when push comes to shove. When you need to eat. When you need to yeah. live. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna do whatever the fuck you're gonna do, and that's yeah, that. Sure. So, I, I, I people have to like sympathize that. Yeah. with that, man. People yeah, have to understand I grew up that. Like that, man. I grew yeah. up stealing yeah. fucking hamburgers out the corner store and shit like that, and and yeah. uh, sitting on on dope dealers' porches, you know, trying to just scheme a couple dollars so I can eat, man. I I lived that shit, so you know that shit is, it, you know, but it became you become normalized to this shit once you do it so often, like oh. This is what I supposed to be fucking doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just yeah. fucked up. It's fucked up. It's really fucked up. There's a song that went viral a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's, it was the worst song ever. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're you know talking about. about. It's Cold in the D? It's Cold in the D, my dude. Uh, <laughs> the, at the end, and, yo, and at the end, you know what I'm saying? It, yeah. it wasn't funny no more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, 
holy shit, they had babies on there and shit. And I was like, yo, Man. this song ain't funny no more, yo. Yeah. It ain't funny. But it was funny as hell when she was singing and shit. Man. But then, like, at the end, like, yeah, yeah. You know, people don't even know, know the, uh, Miz, you know that song? It's no, so no. For, for, for the listeners who don't know, yeah. explain yeah. it a little. Yeah. What, what is this? Okay, check out. They got this girl named T-Baby who was uh, yeah. had a song called It's So Cold in the D. And the hook was, uh, It's So Cold in the D. How the fuck are we supposed to keep peace? It's all in the nigga's mind. Mm-hmm. Merkin. She said, <laughs> Merkin. So people will make a fuck. Because the song, she ain't even on beat. She sound horrible. But you keep the words being a lyricist. I'm yeah. like, oh, she talking about killing people and doing jail. And she in the fucking the cemetery dancing with a little dancing. boy and shit. Yeah, and like, it's a real sad song. But like, if you don't God, understand damn. what it what it is, you just laugh. Be like, oh, shit. But like, the yeah. first time I watched it, I was like, yo, this is fucked up, yo. Man, like, that shit, that, that song, that song took off. You know, we all living, we who niggas who live here look at that shit. Like, yo, there's a lot of them little hood videos like that. So we mm-hmm. weren't expecting this shit to take off like that. When we seen the shit, I tell you when it, it got crazy. When we seen the shit on Beavis and Butthead, we was like, whoa, yeah. what the fuck? Oh, she got paid for that shit. Oh, she did. She did. She got paid for it. She did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, Some, wow. Somebody ended up, you know, uh, catching wind of it and one of the, you know, slimy. I don't even want to say it like that. I shouldn't say it like that because I don't know the niggas. But uh, somebody ended up becoming management with her and shit. What's crazy is the only reason I know about the management shit Somebody reached out to me and was like, yo, man, believe it or not. Somebody was like, yo, man, you think we can get uh, T-Baby to do some music? I say, huh? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I, so I made a call. I was like, it's like, yeah, she won 500 a verse. I say, are you fucking serious? She won $500 a verse back then. That's I'm like, like oh, what the fuck? Uh, oh, five or some shit. Yeah, $500. $500 a verse. $500 a verse off of that song. But, I mean, you know, she trying to pay her way from the viralness and shit, but yeah, that shit was right, funny right. as hell. Man, fuck, <laughs> that shit, fuck that shit. Yo, 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 let's, let's fast forward. You used to go by T-Flames, right? T-Flames. Yeah, yeah. That's the battle That's the battle rap name, correct? Yeah, hell yeah, so, man. So your, so your real name is Ty Ferris or what? what? Yeah, 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 yeah. My real name is like, Ty Ferris, yeah. T-Flames, okay, man. Ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I, I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> oh, no, no, I was saying, I was saying T-Flames, man. I got that name from my boy Nathan Ray, who I was with, man. That okay. back then, back then we was like, like I said, man, we was stealing cars and sound systems and shit. And uh, the hot boys was hot then. So, uh, you know, at this time, uh, you know, the block is hot and songs like that and shit. And uh, one time we broke uh-huh. in somebody's car and shit in a little complex. And I couldn't get it. I couldn't pop the lock with the screwdriver and shit. So I just fucking took the, bo- the back of the, screw- the screwdriver and bust the fucking window. And he said, oh, T-Flame, you a hot boy. I made, <laughs> okay, it hot okay. by, I made it hot by busting the window and, and causing, but you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's how, I, that's how I got the name. And that was before I even fucking rapped, though. So, you know, I just kept that shit once them niggas went to jail. <laughs> oh, shit. That's yeah. wild, yeah. Hey, yo, yeah, yeah, that's where BG said he knew you was, you was T-Flames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, this, yeah. Is a long, this is a long time yeah. ago, yo. Yeah, Ooh, for sure. Yeah. Word. We was so, yo, so, hey, BZ was in the hood, man. I give him that. He was definitely in the hood. so ty uh let's transition this shit then now right you come in the game kind of you know with proof kind of like a protege of proof getting the battle rap scene in detroit which is like you know division a we're talking that's the (laughs) nba right there right yeah so you know you 
you you paid your motherfucking dues. And then yeah. how did you transition from you know freestyling and battle yeah. rapping over to to making real songs, recording yeah. you know full songs with concepts and also yeah. making full length albums, which yeah. a lot of people don't do anymore. It's yeah. kind of like a lost art now. How yeah. did you transition from that over to this? Because a lot of battle rappers can't make that transition. And yeah, you did indeed. very successfully. So how did yeah. how did that work? I, I give you a backdrop, man. Uh so when I started battling, man, everybody in Detroit freestyle battled. Right? So it was a freestyle. Mm-hmm. You had to rap about the person off the dome right there. Yo. But I was I was uh like I said, man, once my homies got locked up and shit. I started working with this Jamaican guy, my man Haji and shit, out of flea market, and I was selling mixtapes and shit. And he was getting the DVDs from New York, so you know how the, uh, you know yep. the bootleg, uh, the, how you go on the corner in New York and you see all the shit on the on the on the blanket Absolutely. and shit. I used so to buy was, them all the time. Yeah, yeah. So he was get, <laughs> he was the only one in Detroit because he was he was from Queens. He was getting, he had a plug in Queens who would ship the DVDs and CDs here, and that's how I got into the New York hip hop scene. From yep. there, I seen Smack DVD. I believe Volume Three. Yep. And uh, and then it was four. And then you see Jay Mills and Murder Mook battling. And uh, I seen I seen that shit. And I say, damn, this nigga Murder Mook crazy. Uh, these niggas is writing their raps. Mm-hmm. They battling <laughs> each other with they battling each other with written raps. Right. So a lot of them I, do that now. I, I came to my homie Famous at the time. I say, yo, bro, we about to start writing our bars. And these battles and shit. So mm-hmm. from there, uh, we we started. I cha- I literally me. I can say this confidently. I changed one of the niggas who changed the scene of the battle rap culture in Detroit because it was frowned upon to come to a battle with prepared raps. Right. I started doing that shit, and I told my niggas back then. I forgot to mention these niggas: X Factor and Young Miles, Midwest Miles. Mm-hmm. We, me, him, my man Famous, we started the whole new branch of battle rap here for his written raps. And mm-hmm. uh, the amount of time and energy you had to put into those raps and research at that time wasn't as much important of the uh, person you was battling. Mm-hmm. The amount of time of write, writing and research would become overwhelming. And I say, man, shit. The, the rap that I'm writing here, if I put this shit on the song, this shit would be dope. Right. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? So I started transitioning out of that because as a, becoming as a battle rapper writing raps, my pen game started getting better. I started getting sharper. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, because I wasn't good on beats like that at the time. So that's how I transitioned to that part of becoming like I, I phased out of the battle rap and I battled. I think Quest McCody was my last battle. And from there, I started doing just focusing dead in on trying to be an artist as a, you know, a, a writer. And it took a long time, to be honest, to get to a point where I'm at now. But that was the transition to me noticing that, man, my pen is getting better for me writing battle rap. So in my early stages of writing, everything came across as if I was beating, fighting the beat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, if you hear a lot of battle rappers, they all fucking aggressive, rah, 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 and shit. Yeah. So, you know, you only, only way you get through that shit is through time and practice, man. And, yeah, yeah, man, I, 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 I got yeah. I probably got five, six hundred rap books in here. I, I still write every rap out. You know what I'm saying? I got five, six hundred rap books in my closet right now. 
So, uh, yeah, man. So that, that transition, man, was from being a battle rapper, right, writing written raps, preparing for people, saying, yo, man, I don't even want to, I want to use this line and put it on the song. Maybe this nigga proof, or, you know, or back then, this nigga uh, Hex Murder, hear some shit, you know what I'm saying? Trying to impress them niggas more so with music because after the battle over with, ain't no more money. Like, we, right. we, back then, we wasn't, back then, we weren't even battling for money like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I might have kept battling if I knew niggas was going to start making $20,000 a fucking run. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, right. back then, we was battling for respect. Like, yo, <clears throat> a side bet was $100. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, <laughs> I, I noticed that early, like, yo, well, at the time, it's like, yo, I can't make a living doing battle rapping forever. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm, I'm, I'm battle rapping for niggas who already got careers established in music. I need right. to a career established in music. So that was Indeed. the whole mindset, man. And I say, in the line, I say, man, you'll be battling forever. Like, like fighting like back then, like, it's like AIDS, you'll be battling for the rest of your life. I say, right. I will never be the, that nigga battling for the rest of his life, man. At that moment, that was the last time I battled. And that was it, man. Ever since then, I've been on on the music journey. It makes sense too, because um, yeah. once the battle's over, what can you sell? There's nothing left to sell. It's over. Yeah. The, the, the fans yeah. viewed it, and that's that. it. Yeah. Where, yeah whereas it's, it's, you make albums, mm-hmm. like like you know, the listeners right now, anybody out here who may not be familiar with you or your music, you yeah. know, they can they can go to your website right now and yeah. go fucking buy some music that you made yeah. years ago. You yeah. can still. Yeah collect income from shit yeah. you've done you know that way whereas you know battle yeah, rapping yeah. you know once it's seen that's that on to the man. next one <laughs> thank, thank god thank god i looked at this shit from a hustler standpoint because i was like yo man oh shit ain't no more money here right like, and and back then the youtube shit wouldn't even pop in like that so Hell that, no. we couldn't even even fathom getting the income from views because the only people who was viewing the shit was the people in the room who seen it at that moment you know yeah. what I'm saying? So right. it was like, yo, after that, like, all you're doing in that battle is showing how dope you are. And hopefully one of the people who already do music established pick you up. Yeah. So, so that's what Swiss Beats did with Cassidy. You see what I'm yep. saying? Mm-hmm. You right. see what I'm saying? Shit like that. You know, that's how Jen got a deal. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? True indeed. So, you know, that was like- that was the move. But again, that's you know that's one in a million shot type of thing. Yeah. Right so so like you can't you can't just be hoping on, on that happening for fucking ten years while you're going hungry. You know like yeah. <laughs> it shit just just does it's not feasible, man. It's fucking yeah, crazy. Man. So now now you you know you writing songs you you know you you getting better and better. You establish yourself as a fucking legitimate motherfucking MC, right? And yeah. uh, you created a company, Bars Over Bullshit. I'm yeah, sure, right. That that that's like yeah. your label and stuff, right? How did that yeah. come into fruition? Man, I just fucking one day I just just named. I just came up with some shit, man, and and it, it caught, man. Uh, I always try to come up with catchy names and shit, man. That that sound pause. It sound cool when it come off the tongue. Yo, so, yo. Uh, <laughs> I, had, I, I had a project. I always do shit where you find the first syllable of something and bounce it. So I had a project called Champion Hoodies and Hennessy. The hoodies and Hennessy, okay, okay. yeah, it just flew, it just fell right when you said it. So then when you say no cosine, just cocaine, cosine, mm-hmm. cocaine, it just flew, bars, bullshit. It, you know, yeah. it, 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 it's something that when you say it, it's easy to say and and, and memorable. So uh, yeah, See, and, that, and that's, that that's, goes that's to show mindset. how good of a writer you are, because like, yeah, <laughs> not only do you have to say something, you know, smart or 
you know, have some wordplay, but it also has to roll off the tongue. Yeah, yeah. And and, and be catchy. So, yeah. you know, bars over bullshit. Uh, no cosign, just cocaine. You're cocaine, right. Like, yeah, like, yeah. like they start with the same syllables and, yeah. you know, it, repetition. It yeah. makes it flow yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very easy to remember as well. Yeah, very easy to remember. Yeah, so yeah, that was my whole mindset with that shit, man. And and it, and when I like, I did a mixtape called Champions Hoodies and Hennessy, and mm-hmm. I seen how how people straight up Lukey's, Lukey's the it, champion it, hoodie yeah. champ. Yeah, <laughs> it, it came across, and people loved it because it it just sounded fun to say. You know what I'm saying? Like you 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 bring two worlds together. And yep. make it flow together, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, so the bars Absolutely. over bullshit, and and that and that's just my mindset, man. I feel like uh, I was just like, yo, man, I'm just gonna rap as good as I can, man. Uh, I'm not trying to chase the radio or none of that shit. I'm just gonna be trying. To, I wanted to be that goes back to the competitiveness. I just want to be the best, man. And uh, yeah. I used to I used to get made fun of for being so competitive. Like, yo, man, we making music and shit. I, I don't know how to turn off the competitiveness. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. You know, like well, that, I want to. That comes like, from if I the do battling. A feature, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I do a feature, you know, I want to. I want to make the song good, but I also want to have the best fucking verse. You know what right. I'm saying? And <laughs> Indeed. That's just that's just my mindset. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, that's that Mamba mentality, right? Yeah, you gotta, yeah, you hell yeah. Hey, and that's what separates the great, you know, the legends yeah. from the fucking the ordinary cats. You yeah, know? hell yeah, man, hell Yo, yeah. Another thing I'd like to mention, um, mm-hmm. shout out my homie once again, DJ Beans. Yeah. She, inf- she informed me of this, which I was not aware of, all right? Not only are you writing the raps and, and, and you know, you, you turn into an incredible fucking studio MC now. Yeah. But, but what a lot of people may not know, you also arrange, mix, and master all your own fucking music. Which yeah. is that is remarkable to me because yeah. that is a completely different set of skills that yeah. that that, that, <laughs> that some people dedicate their lives to and yeah. don't even do it well. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that's how crazy. the fuck are you taking on that amount of of workload on top of the writing Jeez. and the recording? And I mean, this yeah. is crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, man. I become a hermit and a recluse, like uh, my man Kai. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't master it though. You know, I, I okay, send it out okay. to get, I, I send it out to get mastered. Yeah, uh, but uh, for the mixing and arrangement mixing? and, and yeah. editing, I, I'm sitting in front of it now, man. Uh, best investment I made, man. I sold my jury about ten years, twelve years ago, and I mm-hmm. bought studio equipment, man, and uh. Word. I learned how to do not when proof was alive, man. Uh, we was always recording ourselves as anyway. So I was I was just soaking up everything I seen then back then. Pro Tools seven. You know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. learning how to record, man. And, uh, you know, shit, if ain't an engineer around and you want to get something done, you go have to, like, yo, I, I, I need to rap. You know what I'm saying? So yep. uh, from there, man, uh, I was in it was a lot of shit. People don't know. I, I did a production deal. I was actually working with uh mike strange uh who was eminem's engineer mm-hmm. uh, we, we was trying to get some songs together this is a bad time i don't want to say it's a bad time learning experience where i was doing songs trying to appeal to eminem and paul rosenberg like songs trying to mimic songs like not afraid and shit like that but mm-hmm. fucking state they wanted stadium records this is around the time uh bob bob had airplanes and yep. you know uh-huh. I, i'm a writer man i could write whatever man i didn't ghost wrote for people in at, at labels and trying to land shit like that so i i yep. was i was doing i was ready to do whatever to get in position for a, you know a look at the label and shit but with mike strange man 
I got to, to watch and learn from him. And then I ended up meeting my man Vito, who was Dr. Dre's engineer at the time. Wow. Uh, so you've Vito, been ex- you've been exposed yeah. to some really high profile Not, yeah, guys, engineers. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah. so Vito and, and and then this other guy named Steve B. Steve B. Mastered. He did the Games album. So I, I mm-hmm. end up being in in the circle with Eminem's engineer, Dr. Dre's engineer, Fifty and Games engineer, Crazy. within a year and. I would go to the studio and just watch them, man. And uh, I would say, yo, man, can I make a template of what you just did? I take the template from them, go c- bring it back to my house, study it, and, you know, trial and error, man. And that's just, dope, man. yeah, <laughs> just try and just, you know, wanting to get better. And, and that's how I got to it, man, uh, from them guys, you know what I'm saying? Learning from them and then just years and years of practicing, man. I, re- I record everything by myself. And you know, just nitpicking and trying to get better. You got wow, the cheat code man. right there, my dude. The cheat code yeah. right there. Yeah. And you like yeah, it's like sure. years of years of fucking going to the, school and shit. Yeah, ten thousand like, hours, man. Ten thousand yeah. hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's great. It's dope, man. Listen, yeah. man, that that dedication though, it pays off because now yeah. you don't you know, you don't need uh you don't need to fucking hire a bunch of other people to handle yeah. that type of work for you. Yeah. And as an artist, I imagine, yeah. even though the work might be difficult and time-consuming, I imagine as an artist, handling your own work, only you know how you really want yeah, something to sound, sound yeah. right? So, yeah. so, like, you get to cater it to exactly the yeah. way you like, which must be rewarding yeah. in and of itself. Yeah, man. Because once, once I got to the mind state of this is my art, that was very important for me to have it feel and sound a certain way. And... uh being in control of it, all aspects of it is beautiful, man, because uh, I remember watching the interview, man. It really hit me about uh, Dr. Dre said something to the degree of, you know, if you put some music out, you want to be the one responsible for it because if it flop, it's on you. You don't want uh-huh. the shit to flop because of somebody else fucked it up. You know what yeah, I'm saying? That you hurts even be, more. Yeah, that hurts even more. Like, damn, I could have yeah. did this. So, right. you know, anything I try to put my name on and put out... I stand behind it, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's nothing better than that than being in control of your own destiny, you know what I'm saying? Word. Well, well, let me let me tell you something. You know, as I'm just at the end of the day, I'm just a fan of rap music. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and I like to talk of us, about yeah. it and yeah, you know, right? So, you know, as a fan from that perspective, uh you you absolutely do an excellent job with mixing appreciate and arranging. It. Appreciate it. Cuz cuz all the projects I've listened to, I've listened to I think about eight or nine projects of yours uh, yeah. in, in the past several years. And like sound wise, they all bang in the car True like indeed, when, yeah. I, when I'm dry. Yeah. Like, it's, yo, so like, you know, your, your kicks and snares, they fucking hit. And yeah. uh, so first of all, you know what you're doing. You do a good job at that. So appreciate thank it. you for appreciate that. It. As a fan, you know, we appreciate high quality sound, not this, uh, you know, 128 KBPS rips off of yeah. fucking YouTube <laughs> on some bullshit. You know, I fucking hate yeah. that yeah. peeve of mine. Uh, so now, all right, you're you're arranging, you're mixing, you're writing, yeah. you're recording, you're doing all this, right? But you also have, like I said earlier, a great ear for production because you pick yeah. a lot of great fucking beats, man. Um, that being said, let's talk a little bit about your first project with trucks. I think it's your first. Yeah. I, I might be yeah. wrong, but that room 39 and, and then yeah. you guys released a part two together. Yeah. How, how did you link up with trucks? What's yeah. and what's the concept 
behind those projects for the listeners gotcha. who might not be familiar? Uh, so I linked up with Trucks through my man Nonsense. Nonsense is a uh, producer from Chicago, man. And uh, this is early Twitter days. I say, man, uh, Nonsense, uh, you got any other producers that make beats like you? You know what I'm saying? And he mm-hmm. and he named two producers that I remember vividly. Uh, it was Trucks and my man Vanderslice. Uh, yeah. Vanderslice, yeah. So shout uh, out Vanderslice. I got I got with Trucks. Trucks, you know, Trucks, you know, it's you just meet somebody on the internet that ain't even serious. So I went to his uh, band camp page at the time, and mm-hmm. uh, I heard the beats. I say, "Oh shit, this is crazy!" So yeah. I stole. I, I, ain't gonna, I told him I stole some of the beats off his shit. I screamed through shits and stole them, <laughs> and uh, and and I rapped on them shits and shit. And you know, I just wanted to rap on them. And, and at that time, I didn't know if we was gonna work or not, but I had every intention of taking the beat and putting it out as a mixtape joint, regardless. <laughs> yep. Well, uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, I was, I was definitely gonna do it. I done it. Uh, so uh, <laughs> who has and, it? Who has yeah, it, man? And, and back then, being a lesser known artist, I could fly under the radar and shit. I was rapping True on Alchemist shit and all them <laughs> niggas shit. I was rapping on them shits. Ill Mind. I was rapping. I did a whole video for a beat on Ill Minds one time and shit. <laughs> at, that, at that point in my career, I ain't had shit to lose. I'm like, yo, I'm go fuck it. If they yeah. if if they listen, I won. They can't sue me. I ain't making no money. So, right, uh, right, right. <laughs> yeah, so that was my mindset. It was like all or nothing. So I met Trox, and uh, we started working. Uh, and I was like, yo, man, let's do a project. At the time, I didn't have a name for the project or nothing. And this is in 2014. Uh, so 2014, we started working on Room 39.1. It didn't come out to 2016. But 2014, yeah. I, got, I got caught up with the law and shit. I caught a DUI. I got caught with some pills and shit. So I, I was I was I was basically stuck in the state. I couldn't leave the state for uh, 18 months and shit. I was on mm-hmm. probation. You know, I had piss tests, random piss tests for 18 months straight. So I couldn't really I couldn't go out to Portland and work with them and shit. So I, I recorded that whole project in my house as I do everything by mm-hmm. him sending me the beats. And I arranged it all like that. So, uh. I met Trox and we did it like that. And for the concept of Room 39, uh, my homie, my other friend named Ray, he uh, he hit me one one morning, three in the morning on some shit. He high and shit. He's like, man, <laughs> check this shit out. Uh, and it was like the top five places you don't have access to. And Room 39 is number one. Uh, room 39 is North Korea. And it's like a, it's a, a branch of the government of North Korea where they basically do all the illegal shit, uh, Kim Jong-un. So if you look it up, Room 39, that's where they do, they sell it, they uh, they manufacture their ecstasy and do counterfeit bills. Right. And and that's how they keep the government flowing, by funneling illegal money, right. you know, shit like that. Yeah, so, they run uh, that country like the mafia. They, they, yeah, sell, so, they sell illegal guns to militaries yeah, across yeah. the world. They that's sell all drugs. held in Room 39. That's all from the branch wow. of the government, Room 39. So Interesting, I, I never that knew that. Shit, and, and it's like, it's top secret. Nobody knows about it. So once yeah, I so seen that shit, I, I was like, yo, this is crazy. Uh, room 39, I draw the parallel to Room 39 by being top secret. And at mm-hmm. that time, I wasn't doing music where I would talk about personal things and, you know, shit like that. So it was like, yo, everybody considered me top secret because they didn't know nothing about me personally. On top of the fact of Room 39 being some gangster shit, 
I drew the parallel to that to the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, you right. know, it's, all the legal shit is going through the hood. All the legal shit is going through room 39 over there. So that's how I came up with the concept. You know, I, I like doing concept projects like that and shit because you get a base and you can, like, you know, you can build from that base of the subject matter and shit. And right, so many right. different ways to rap about the hood instead of just drugs. So many aspects of the hood that you could tap into. You know what I'm saying? Right. What, and as a writer, it must be nice to have, like, a you know, a, a clear yeah. path, like a direction yeah. you know you, yeah. you want to focus on throughout yeah. the album. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot yeah. easier. It's, it's a lot easier that way. But it's, mm-hmm. it's it's more meticulous, you know what I'm saying? Because you can become redundant yep. if you don't do it right, you know what I'm saying? So you gotta like, so you, my first room 39, I will have a song like let 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 me out the prison, and then mm-hmm. that's me talking about let me out the prison, like the prison in my head, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I'm locked, my 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 mind state is locked in the hood. That's the prison, you know what I'm saying? It's it's so many ways, and you can write a whole song about that. And how the hood is inflected about it, you know what I'm saying? So yep. I just tried to figure out different ways of rapping about the hood and making it parallel to the Room 39, and you know that's how I came up with it. True, true, right. true. Now on your album cover, yo, that that uh, little like look like a bodega or something like that in the middle of the yeah. point. What, yeah, with the these guys storming the building. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, that was all the artists, man. The artist is actually from Portland. My man Alex, uh, he came up with that shit, uh. So the the trees on that the tree on the cover it's like a cherry blossom and that's like the national tree or something in in Korea, Korea. yeah 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 yes, yeah yeah yes, so yes. Uh, you know I, it's it's so dope to be able to tell people now about this shit because back then it's like yo nobody's gonna give a fuck about this shit no uh, this I, is this you know is highly interesting like <laughs> yeah yeah I'm so loving like, this so and and you know the the bodega was like the of our interpretation of the motherfucking raiding, somebody raiding the house here, and that was the government raiding room 39 in motherfucking yeah. North Korea. Word, okay. word. And, and, and then the parallel to that was like, yo, the people outside of it, this is how we looked at it. The people outside of that bodega was the fans trying to get into my personal, which is the bodega. Yeah, okay, okay, man. okay, okay. Yo, that shit, the cherry blossom tree branch in the foreground. Yeah. That yeah. is a really nice touch, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's, that's off the hook, man. Wow. Yes. Wow. So work. So you link up with trucks and like for anybody who heard Room 39, I mean, the production is fucking beautiful, man. And, yeah, and, and then your, you know, album, your lyrical content throughout. I mean, I can go back to this this project, you know, countless times. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of replay value because, you know, you your content, you know, there's substance there. It makes you think yeah. about life and, and 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 situations and fucking governments and society. Like, I don't know, man, like, they, they, yeah. There's a lot more replay value to al- concept albums like that, yeah. in my opinion. So then you guys come back with a second installment that has even yeah. more songs. Yeah. Um, how did that come about? And let's talk about that cover, too. The cover's pretty ill on that, too. Real shit. Yeah, man. So uh, basically, that cover for that one is like a, a national landmark for North Korea, man. Uh, I've I seen it. Uh, I... I don't quote me on it, but it's another part of the branch of the government. It's not it's not room thirty nine, but it's a branch of the North Korean government. It's like uh, how we got the Lincoln Memorial. That's like yep. their, uh, that's like there's something to that degree over there. So yep. uh, you know, I, you know, for those who I eventually felt like would catch it, they will see that cover and understand it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 
So uh, before us doing Room 39 too, man, we started working on two soon as one was done and shit. And this wow. is like, you know, but at that time, it was like the track sound was transitioning to something else, too. So it was a lot harder to make part two. And, and my sound and my sound of the way I wanted to go musically. So we started kind of like parting ways a little bit sonically. So it was a little tougher to make that one. But I always wanted to make sure that Room 39 sounded like Room 39. And it didn't sound like no cosign, just cocaine. You know what I'm saying? Right, okay. uh, so, it, so, you know, because I, I don't want it. You don't want to make the same project sound every fucking time. So it was very important for me to do Room 39 too, uh, and, and make it where what my man would say is a contemporary sound where it's easier on the ears for anybody to listen to. Like some mm -hmm. of like us, we I want to say we like we're underground yep. purists and shit where we like the soul sample boom bap shit. The right. Room 39 shit is a little bit bigger sounding and and it's easier on the ear of somebody who don't get what we get you know what i'm saying sure yeah it has it has more of a commercial sonic yeah, yeah. vibe yeah but yeah. in an underground way like in an like underground not, way right it's not yeah. radio you right. know what i mean but but it, it does have more of a i don't know yeah. like reach yeah. the masses type yeah of sound, yeah you know and yeah. that was, that was all by design yeah yeah it was all yeah. by design grind, man yeah. it was that, it was by design because I, once I, you know, like I, I was late to the underground scene. I, I ain't go. I, I didn't know about none of this shit until probably 2017, 2000, late 2017. So I didn't know about Rock Marciano until 2017. Kai, mm -hmm. I didn't know about Kai until 2018, late Word. 2018. And, uh, you know, Conway and all the Griselda shit. I didn't know nothing about it. Now, mind you, I'm in Detroit. So we not as exposed to that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yep. At the time. So, uh, I thought what I was doing was just different, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't sound like nothing in Detroit right now. So mm -hmm. uh, I was just, you know, I was just wanted to figure out a way to differentiate myself from the pack. And the, mm -hmm. the Room 39 shit was my way of doing it where, like, yo, he's still rapping. The sound is not too dirty, grimy, uh, underground. And, you know what I'm saying? That was my whole mindset with the shit with tracks, you know what I'm saying? So when you get a song like... Uh, what what song like on part two? I had a song like with uh with thirty eight special and uh with little fame. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That song mm -hmm. that song sound like it could be playing like globally. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Like little high, little high, fame high, came through yeah. with a classic chorus yeah. on that shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. And so you know that's that's how that shit. You know that that was the whole mindset behind that shit. And uh, I was gonna really I ain't gonna I can tell you I was gonna scrap part two man because so. Once I dropped No Cosign Cocaine, man, uh, I got a good hell of a feedback. But this is right around the time the underground shit is starting to pick back up. So I'm like, damn, okay, damn. All I got to do is show my rap skills. Like, I didn't really have to make songs like that and shit. So mm -hmm. I just like, yo, I just want I could just talk some shit and rap and, over, over cool beats like this. And, uh. Yeah, so, just bar bars over just, bullshit. Yeah, just bars <laughs> over bullshit. And uh, so I was like, damn, this is cool, man. And uh, the the reception I got from it was crazy. So when I put out No Cosign Part 2, mm -hmm. that shit was like this. Uh, it was a turning point in my career, man. I caught a lot of wind off of that shit. So uh, now, that, to be honest, that's really when I, I caught yeah, on to you. That was, that that, was the yeah. one, bro. I can never yeah. front. So uh, that was the one, man. And so that comes out. 
2018. No co-signed mm-hmm. cocaine too. And uh, you know, I had Conway on the shit. Uh yep. Conway, uh and then that and in that within that part from like 2017 to 2018, I got hip to everything that was going on in the underground at that point. So I started mm-hmm. listening to everybody because I'm I'm wearing the competition and I'm yep. finding all these producers and shit. And and the cool thing about the underground, man, motherfuckers are work like motherfuckers be on Twitter all the time talking like, yo, pay this and pay that. But motherfuckers, if you dope, niggas want to work with who dope. You know what I'm saying? True indeed. Right. They want to work with who dope because like we all coming up together. Like the best thing you can do is pair up with somebody and put out a good project. And uh so, you know, I just start reaching out to producers, man, and you know, it's it's kind of funny when you reach out to a producer. Because like yo, I'm like yo, man, I can really rap, bro. And you know, like yo, what's your budget? I'm like yo, just check my shit out first before you say what's my budget. Right. Oh shit, you dope. Oh, let's work. So you know that yeah. shit happened a lot. So uh, <laughs> what's your budget? And yeah, then the yeah, motherfucking listen is like, oh shit, this guy's a better rapper than I am a producer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like yo, motherfuckers, yo, motherfuckers. The credentials, the credentials as well. <laughs> yeah. I, I, the credentials. Like, yeah. You'll be like, you'll be like oh shit. Uh, Let's work. Then you go see who this motherfucker is. You'd be like, oh, yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. shit. I, I, I might benefit off this more than this nigga's benefiting off, off this right but here. Like, I never I never do that <laughs> shit, though, because it's like, yo, it's kind of corny. Like, yo, man, I work with this guy. And I, I never do that shit. I like, yo, man, check this shit out. If you fuck with me, let's work. I ain't got to right. tell you that I work with uh, fucking Royce and all these niggas. Yo, yeah. man, don't... I don't like working like that with people, bro. Like, yo, that's like fucking dick riding, wave chasing shit. So right. I don't fuck with that shit. Yeah, so I was like, hey, fuck that, man. So, uh, yeah, man, so when No Cosine Cocaine 2 come out, I catch the waves and I'm like, damn, this is a certain sound and feel. I don't know if it's smart for me to go back to Room 39 sound, you know what I'm saying? Because yep. it's more of a commercial-like feel and shit. And at that point, I had the song, the song with uh, M.O.P. Hook, that shit was from 2017. I could have probably put that on Room 39.1. That song was that old, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so, uh, yeah, man, it was like, it was really tough for me to put that shit out because first, I, I committed to tracks to do it, but I, I'm hearing it in my ear. It's like, sonically, this shit ain't gonna catch like the no code signs is catching. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 to, be honest, and to be honest, it didn't. But it's yep. a good body of work, though. So yes, it is. That's yes, what it saved is. it being a good yep. body of work. You know what I'm saying? I haven't listened. I listen, bro. I haven't listened to the project since I put it out. You know what I'm oh, saying? Wow. I haven't listened to it once. Now once, it, and it and that's just you. that's just me, man. Because well, I knew what, the, it comes yeah. with the climate and the culture yeah. right now. Right yeah. now, you yeah. know, they're back, we're back to the roots. We're, we're yeah. not, not the group, the roots, but the roots yeah. of like raw street rap. Yeah. It's just sure. boom bap, yeah. grimy. Yeah and yeah. bars you know so yeah. like and yeah and for that lane i mean you got three motherfucking consecutive no cosine just cocaine yeah. joints yeah. and all three of them are hitting on that yeah. hardcore grimy shit man. yeah so you know you 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 in that lane heavy right now my guy yeah yeah <laughs> and so once like like i say man once i identify what the fuck was going on uh my man was my my, my close homie palavi he was like yo man uh, this is the cosign shit, man. I don't know if you're gonna be at the top two. And to be honest, man, once R- Room Thirty Nine Two didn't catch the waves, I was, I was, I was pissed. I ain't gonna front. I was pissed, but I had to prove to myself, like, yo, man, I know what the fuck my ear is telling me. 
I know exactly what these motherfuckers want. You know what I'm saying? So that's how. So you you look at the time frame of it. I dropped Room Thirty Nine Two in motherfucking August of last year. Mm-hmm. I came right back with No Cosine Co- Three. Two. Oh no no three, yeah, yeah. Co- yeah Three. I had that shit ready in two months later. So I was yeah. ready to go in October with that. Because yeah, I knew I exactly you, what you to dropped do. three at the beginning of the year, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I didn't want to like drop two months back. later. Bro, I, I, I looked at the game and I, I, like everybody was dropping in December. So I'm, I'm going to wait till all this shit is over with. And I'm going to start the year off with it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like you had Hit Rock dropping. Yeah, you had mm-hmm. Rock Marcy dropping. You had all these motherfuckers dropping. I'm like, man, if I could just yep. find a week, just one week where I could just <laughs> drop this shit without being in, 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 without fighting for people's ears, I'm going right. to be cool. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And it worked. Yeah. And it, 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 it worked, yeah. So, nah, 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 no cosine cocaine three is my best release to date. You know what I'm saying? It's done, it's done world for me, bro. That project is nasty, too, man. Indeed. <laughs> Appreciate so, it. Appreciate it. Yeah, and uh, so we were just talking about, like, your ear for producing. Uh, yeah. Some guys just off the top of my head. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, you fuck with trucks on the Room 39s. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out Bozak Morris. You got a few yeah. words from him. Uh, yeah, Jay Bansky been making some yeah. shit. The yeah. standouts. You linked yeah. up with Stu Bangers a few times. Yeah. Bander well, yeah. Slice a few times. Dirty Diggs, yeah. Vinyl Villain, Michelangelo. Yeah. Michelangelo. I mean, Michelangelo. Yeah. Michelangelo. Shout out, shout out Michelangelo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I know homie. He, he good people. Um, yeah. So like, how, what's your process like in that regard? Like trying to collect, you know, grimy beats for these just co, uh, no cosine joints. Like, yeah, how man. does that? So, how does that work? Yeah, not so it's it's a base it's a base of a feeling now. You know what I'm saying? It's a certain feel that I know exactly what producers can get get that to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if you look at all three of the projects, it's a you could find something from like like Stu Bangers is on all of them. Uh, yep. You look at Bozak Moore's. Me and Bozak got a project on the way. I oh, words. Yeah, yeah. We about seven six songs in right now. I'm uh, a big it, fan of Boza. He listen, makes some really fucking I, hey, good beats, man. I'm going to make sure. Listen, when as soon as it's done, man, I'm going to send it to y'all early, bro. Listen, it's some of my Word. best. It's some Thank of my you. best writing, bro. You know? And oh, wow. I, fi- wow. I found, I found a, a, a good a good groove with, with, with Bozak. So the the two songs on No Cosign Cocaine 3 was supposed to be for our project. And them okay, end up okay. being like the two most favorite songs of people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, he was going through some. He was uh, he was finishing up a project with El Camino, and I'm mm-hmm. like, shit. I say, yo, bro, we could just keep him. He's like, no, I put him out there, let people know that you know how how we sound together, music wise. So I put yep. him back to back on purpose and shit. Yeah, I noticed that on the project. Yeah, they, yeah, they're so, both uh, in a row. Yep. Yeah, so it was like, uh, man, if I, if I'd had those two songs with what we got now, whew. but uh, yeah, we cooking. But uh, yeah, man, so Bozak. Uh, I, I always try to make sure I keep tracks in the fold, man, because without tracks, I don't I'm not here. You know what I'm saying? I, I nope, built my totally. I built my sound around making music with tracks. So tracks is forever brother to me. And, you know, we don't do the music as much together. But, you know, like I'm doing shit, we're doing like little three song projects and shit like that, little shit like that. So mm-hmm. uh, I keep him Stu Bangers. Uh, he got the sound, man. The standouts. Yeah, he, he, he makes some hard hitting fucking yeah. kicks. <laughs> yeah, this, 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 I go to the standouts to get the soul, man. They got the soul. 
So when mm-hmm. I get a soul soul beat, the standouts and uh, yep. this guy named Clipto, he he real good at it. Uh, Dirty Digs. Yep. So you know, I I know where to go for every part of it. Like if I need a certain sound or feel, I know which producer that I can get it from. You know what I'm saying? Word, word. Indeed, mm-hmm. indeed. Well, you you do shit, a good job of picking them, man. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate <laughs> it. Listen, that's that. It, a lot of times, that could be the downfall of a rapper's career is that they just oh, yeah. they just don't pick good beats. Like like off the top of my head, like I think about like a cannabis, you know, like like can- <laughs> yeah. cannabis is a lyrical wizard, bro. But like you know, over his whole, yeah, over his whole career, a lot of the production just wasn't there, you know. So like I don't know, I felt like that. That ruined his potential to me just because he wasn't picking good beats, yo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, picking a beat is an art in itself. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Picking the beat is an art in itself. Like Rick Ross has a very good ear. Yep. Uh, Rick, Rick got one of the best ears. But uh, you know, you gotta understand this too. You gotta know yourself, man. You gotta know, even though you can hear a beat that's really dope, that doesn't mean that you should be on it. Right. You, you, you know go. what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You like you don't you don't belong on all every beat that's dope. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes the vocal tone and, and what you do doesn't fit that beat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so sure, that's absolutely. another that's another discipline in itself. Like, yo, man, this beat is dope, but nah, yeah, yeah, it just I, don't fit on it. I think it's I crazy. told Miz with his Miz this before. Like, I got a song with cannabis, and um, mm-hmm. yep. like all his beats be trash, beat. So like, I, <laughs> I sent him I sent him this crazy beat. It's like a real. I don't even know how to explain it, but like he did the song like less than 24 hours and uh, he fucked the verse up, said my name wrong because everybody know me as Iz, so he called mm-hmm. me Lucky instead of Lukey Cage, he called me Lucky. <laughs> yeah. He was like, yeah, so then he uh, sent it back. Then he said, okay, cool, we can do much more work together, but next time send me some real hip hop shit. I'm like, nigga, this beat is better than, beat is better than all your beats, motherfucker. <laughs> crazy. That's crazy, man. <laughs> Yeah, he, he, he just he just ahead. don't got the ear for it, man. <laughs> but he, but yeah. yo, he can spit some bars though. Hey, yo, oh, uh, indeed, hey, Ty, indeed. How did, yo, how, did you, how did you get on that uh the big ghost the big ghost the uh the big ghost joint? Like, how did that come about, yeah. yo? Man, I've been back and forth with Ghost probably like two about two years and shit, man. Word? Uh, I, I you know I, I reached out to Ghost man back and uh, he's real cool with my my like one of my OGs, Hex Murder. So uh, yeah. hell yeah. Uh, back and forth from this one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I went to, uh, I, I just reached out to him, man. It, it was a respect thing, man, because he got one of the best ears. You know yes. what I'm saying? And, and that was the, you know, you know, when somebody dope, man, it's it's all you want to do is, is is be around people that you think is good, man. And mm-hmm. you and you know, and I, it was a it was a, it was a sign of respect, man. I reached out to him like, yo, man, uh, I believe it was the project I heard of him with him and Hus Kingpin, oh yeah, some shit like oh. that, uh, the Cocaine yep. Beach. Yep. I, said, I know bro. that shit. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely is. <laughs> so I was like, yo, I said, yo, man, your shit is dope. You know what I'm saying, man? And uh, at that time, my weight wasn't up. And you know what I'm saying? I've been trying to get him to do a prize. Eventually, we will. You know what I'm saying? He's a real busy guy. But uh, he's, yeah. he, he told me about the project, and I fucking dropped the ball on it. He told me about the project. Uh, the I fuck, What's the name of it? The... Uh, Farpe knocked Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, Farpe knocked him. Seize the night. Seize the he night. He was like, yo, man, I'm putting this project together, man, with some spitters and shit, man. Can you knock out six joints and shit? And uh, I didn't know the timing of it and shit. So when he said that to me, I knocked out the two verse. I knocked out two verses that day. And then I just had a, a clipboard with the other four just lingering. So when I get to fucking New York, man, uh, I'm out there with my nigga Rome Streets. 
Yeah. Around, she's like, yo, son, yeah, man, I, I recorded six of them shits. So I, I, I'm like, damn, you already got six done? It's like, yeah, man, I, <laughs> them shits been sitting. So I hear Ghost up, I'm like, yo, man, I'm about to knock these joints out. He's like, oh, man, this shit is already basically done and shit. Like, oh, <laughs> shit. So I, 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 I would have been on that shit a lot more if I would have fucking asserted myself, but I was in the process of recording the no cosine cocaine threes and shit. So it was, yep. you know, I, it was just, it was just in the, it was just a time of thing, man. Yeah. He messaged me and he had all the names on there. Who's going to be on the shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, I was like, Oh, word. Boom, boom, yeah. boom. So when did I saw the album cover? Yeah. I was like, Oh shit. So he ain't really on the big East. He's yeah. like, I don't know. Maybe he's like, I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know. Then I was like, yo, yo but, but yeah, I just got the vinyl in the mail. Uh, Either yesterday or the day before, and yeah. Ty Ferris's pictures on the back cover, though. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he wanted. It was yeah. like a. Uh, I was like a honorary member of the, of the Wu Tang album and shit. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. yeah. Capadonna. Yeah, yeah. yeah. both got it as a long MP3. Like, uh, yeah, it's like yeah. a long MP3. Yeah, like, yeah. And I just kept on like waiting to hear your verses on that bitch. Cause I was like, this is it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this nigga, this nigga ain't on this shit. I was like, Daniel yeah. ain't on here. Daniel yeah. ain't on here. Uh, Ty Fe- he said these niggas are on this shit. These niggas ain't yeah. even rapping. Yeah, so, like, yeah. You get like we halfway the through, song. then you go. Yeah. What's so crazy? What's so crazy about Ghost, which makes him so dope? The 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 beat that he sent me to write write to and rap on. That ain't even how the beat sound. That ain't even it, bro. <laughs> so when I heard the shit, I'm like, oh. And the, listen, it is very rare when producers can do that shit where they can. The beat that I rapped on was dope as fuck to me. The beat uh-huh. on the project is just as dope. So it's like, and he took it and made it sound a whole different way. So that shit came out really dope, man. It's it's a few other verses and shit. I don't know what, you know, man, Ghost Move Mysterious. That's why his name Ghost. But yep. that's the shit, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know. I, I yeah. do, I, I'm waiting to work with him. I'm waiting to work with him for sure. I yeah, would definitely. love to hear a project from both of you guys, man, because obviously yeah. he's he he you know he's a producer's producer. Yeah, producer's he, producer. he, yeah he 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 does albums. You know he doesn't and, just yeah. he doesn't just make a beat. He does right. production. You know, so and that's the thing too. I was gonna say, man, that's why I would want to work with him because it'd be the first time in my career where I could just step back and just rap and send him the fucking verses. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I trust. I trust his ear enough to like, yo, you in control of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Right, Indeed, right. right. And yeah. that doesn't happen it, often. Especially, nah, it doesn't. Especially with guys like you who can yeah. mix and arrange yeah. and do that on your own. It's yeah. kind of like, it's difficult to give, you know, that responsibility to somebody else. But Big Ghost, yeah. I mean, obviously he's Yeah, proven. Big Ghost got it. it. His, Big Ghost his, got it. His bro. albums sound, you know, really good. <laughs> Big, so, I, I, I give you three offhand. Big Ghost got it. Bozak got it. And Future Wave. They all got the ear. Yes. You know yes. Yeah, you're, I mean, you, you just named three of my favorite <laughs> fucking underground producers right now. Yep. Shout out Future Wave. We didn't mention Future him Wave. yet. Yeah. Future Drake? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he loves Drake. <laughs> we, we we interviewed him and he loves Drake, yo. Oh right, man, yeah. Hey yo, yo, hey yo. What's crazy about Drake, man? Uh, Drake got some uh, some village roots, man. Yeah, yes he does. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. yes, I don't want. I don't, don't want. I really don't like to acknowledge that because then I I'm dead, dead, <laughs> I, I'm, dead, I'm dead ass serious. And he got little brother roots because he like, yeah. he like little brother. But I don't want to acknowledge that because he's such a cornball, my dude. Yeah. Well, look, 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 he is, he is. I can't yeah. stand him. But, like, it, it, you, you, can tell, you can tell he's a student of the game. You can tell he's yeah. an yeah. actual student of the yeah. game. Yeah. But, but he's he's got a business to run. And yeah. he has, he has major labels. I don't got nothing to do with him being corny. 
No, I'm just saying he got major <laughs> labels who want to make money off of him. And he, you know, all his corny shit, that's catered to teenage girls. Now, that being said, I can't stand that motherfucker, so whatever. Yeah. But, like, hey, I, I, I do I do acknowledge and understand where he's coming from. So, you know, like, and, it, is, and, it is what it is. Yeah. But he got Steph Curry and Kevin Durant numbers tattooed on his arm. I don't give a fuck about his music. Yeah, man. And how's he putting on numbers from, from rival teams? Yo, that's ridiculous, man. This dude should be repping Toronto. What the fuck? Anyway. He, this nigga really got their numbers tattooed? That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Nah, he did. Go look, he did. go look at that shit, B. That nigga got the, yeah. the uh, numbers tattooed. That's, a, that's, <laughs> that's unfortunate, man. That's a, that's another strike against the light-skinned delegation, dog. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, hey, yo. Hey, Damn, real shit, real shit. They say I qualify as light-skinned. I, 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 I want to tell y'all right now. <laughs> I'm only light-skinned. It depends on who I'm standing next to. Okay? <laughs> so, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You too, Ty. You too. Somebody yeah. might call you light-skinned. Yeah, I get the light skin shit, bro. Else. I get I get it often, bro. I get it it's like, yo. But I'm standing next to jet black niggas, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave. Hey, yo, so I was in the basketball court one day, and they, they was picking up niggas. They said, I got Dave. I got this nigga. I got, I got the light skin nigga. I said, who, uh, me? <laughs> so I ran to the bathroom to look at myself. Yes. Goddamn. That's crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. man. Anyway, Yo, anyway, uh, fuck Drake. Go ahead. Yeah. Yo, Ty, uh, you mentioned yeah. Rome Streets, and I'm glad yeah. you mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, because mm. I believe... Go, I believe... Yeah, yeah. The I Miz, believe the you're... Mix is a great interviewer, man. I'll tell Yo, you I the try, thing. I try. I try my best, Luke. I try my best. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody out there, Miz is doing this shit. The last three weeks, this yeah. motherfucker's putting together these runs right here, yo. Yeah, he got it. Yeah. He, hey, hey, man. hey, he was, hey, the Segway seg champion and shit. Yeah. Son! <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. How he went from the, the Jordan documentary to the Bulls versus Pistons. Yeah, man. <laughs> shit, I, 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 I alluded to him. Now that I go back yeah. to Wall Street. Go ahead. Everybody, yeah, man. So, so Pete Game, here, here's another yeah. Segway from the Segway champ. All right, right? Yeah. <laughs> So, so shout out Rome Streets. I believe yeah. you're you're in a crew called yeah. the Walkers, right? Yeah, yeah, hell so yeah, man. Tell tell the listeners who might not be familiar with this collective, uh, the Walkers. Who's in this yeah. crew, and yeah. how did you guys link up? Man, so check it out, man. My man Bud Rock, man. Uh, Bud Rock is the one who came to me with it, man. And and in the beginning, this shit was crazy because I didn't, you know, I didn't know none of the guys and shit. Uh. So he was like, yo, man, I'm doing this shit called The Walkers, man. Uh, me, you, uh, Rim, Eddie Kano, uh, mm-hmm. Rome Kano. Streets. Uh, was was it Code 9 at the time? You know what I'm saying? So it was like, he's like, yo, man, we not no fucking group. We just a collective of niggas. We get together to do our thing and shit. And, you know, I was, I was, I didn't want to commit to it because I didn't understand it and shit. They're like, yo, I didn't, I didn't want to have to put, the energy of putting verses and shit into something that I didn't understand. But once yeah. I understood it and shit, you know, mm-hmm. it was like, yo, this is dope. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yo, we all get busy, you know, we rock with each other and shit. So uh, you know, that's how it really started, man. And uh so, you know, we 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 got some songs and shit done. We got a bunch of joints done. Uh we, we was in New York, we had a session, uh, we knocked out three joints. Uh so yeah, man, that's how I came about, man. Bud Rock came to me. He told me about the people in it. I did my research and checked them out. And like, yo, this is dope. 
and it was cool because again i'm 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 a, i'm on the island that's like yo i'm on the <laughs> island in detroit because of course detroit like it ain't nobody really within the underground wave like that you know obviously guilty simple sure shit guilty yep. is always gonna be the pillar for us and shit and yeah, you know yeah. but you when you think of elzai at this point you think elzai is a little is a notch up above what we are right now you know and shit mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. you know uh for us, our wave is like yo i'm the only nigga from detroit really you know and, and i'm not trying to say it in the aspect where it's not other niggas but at that moment like for his name and and, and and you know waves and shit i was the only nigga so it was cool man i'm I rock with them. They're my brothers now. You know, we didn't bind it for about a year. Studio sessions, working and shit. So yeah, man, we got a lot of shit. Me, me and Bub got so many songs. Me and Rome, shit. Me and Rome got about. Man, I can't even tell you how many collabs me and Rome on. Wow, so, that's, that's right there. that. That's yeah. good. That's really good mm -hmm. news because uh, yeah. Rome, I, you and Rome are extremely high caliber yeah. fucking spitters. You know, hey, so man. Yeah, hey, yo, you, here's the funny it, shit about it's Rome, It's good to bro. collaborate yeah, with people yeah. that are on on that level. You know, it makes the yeah, music Rome, better. Man. Rome, listen, I listen. Rome competitive too, man. Like, so he yeah. was on my Room 39 two project. I sent him the verse, and he sent the verse back. I never forget it, man. I was sitting outside the strip club and shit, man. And I, I remember, <laughs> I went back in. I went back to the car to play this shit in the Bluetooth. I say, this nigga came to kick my ass when I start <laughs> hearing the verse and shit. But I like that shit, though. You know what I'm saying? I yep. like that type of shit. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, yo, his mindset is the same as mine. So I just sent that nigga a joint for me and Bozak shit, to be honest, between y'all. I'm mean, like, between y'all, like, ain't nobody gonna hear this shit. Oh, yeah, this but, like, uh, like, like, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I just sent us some shit to jump on. You know what I'm saying? And when right. you send a nigga like Rome or, or Bub or any of them niggas, you, you got to send some shit because you know they coming. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And you, you, yep. you know they coming. But that brings out the best in everybody, so. Right, as a fan, it makes yeah. the music so yeah. much better. Like, yeah. like a, a you know, a little bit of competition is always good yeah, be man. between collaborating rappers, and it's yeah. not like a who's you know, oh I got you or trying yeah, to nah. shit on anybody. Nah, it's uh -huh. elevating the fucking song to a new yeah. level. That's yeah. what we need, man. That's yeah. what we need. Are yeah, you are, the are you off for? Are y'all familiar? I know Miz, I know you're familiar, but the skit, not even the skit on Old Dirty Bastards album, what he talked about, he treat he treats hip hop like he treats his bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yep. He uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. you see the bitch, you see the bitch go off with a nigga and, and he and like he didn't even want to kill the nigga, he didn't want to kill the bitch. Yeah. That's how you wanna treat hip hop. That's yeah. how I treat yeah. every every <laughs> sense is like, man, I wanna like rip somebody head off. I can't rip yeah. your head off. I wanna say something funnier than you. So yeah, yeah. About what you say. Yeah, yeah, right, right, man. Yeah, right. and that's, that's what the shit was built on. The shit was built Definitely. on competition. It was built on right. competition, man. So yeah. you know, I, that's how I look at it, man. And and it's, again, when you know you about to work with somebody of a caliber of Rome Streets, a Bud Rock, a Rim, Eddie, mm -hmm. uh, you 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 take a little longer to write, man. You want to make sure you say some shit that. Mm -hmm gonna stick because Stands you know they coming. Yeah. yeah because you know right. they coming with it man and and if everybody put that amount of the detail and attention into the motherfucking song every time it's nothing but greatness for the motherfucking listeners you know what i'm saying right right True indeed. not be getting mad at the uh older rappers who don't actually take the time to actually get their penmanship right you know what i'm saying yeah i'd be like this is like it's, it's competitive sport it's definitely yeah. a sport but your yeah. knees don't hurt motherfucker <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your knees don't hurt, your back don't yeah, hurt. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? 
hey, yo, you voice might not sound, not sound the same, but you can still write some crazy shit, B. Yeah. You, know, so you, yeah. Ain't, you ain't jumping up and down, B. So I get yeah. mad at older yeah. rappers that, that yeah. don't. Yeah. Break, a lot of the older rappers yeah. be disappointing. Not all of That's them. That's why but a Sean lot of... Price was so was so like yeah hard, B, because he brought it every he time. Never let up. He yeah. never let yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He had that competitive mindset. You know, um, one of my good homies, Royce, man. He 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 mm -hmm. he he he's super competitive, bro. He wants to get better, and he's trying to get better every time. So you know, sure. looking at that type of nigga, you gotta. Being yeah, in the same yeah. city with them niggas, you got to get better. Right. Definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely. And the consistency with your bars, too, man. Much yeah. Appreciate it as yeah. well, because yeah. it's just going up and up and up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. so. indeed. And speaking of collaborating and crews yeah. and things like that, um, you know, I was talking, I, I again, <laughs> sorry to bring this up, but I was talking to DJ Beans about you and your music this week, like getting yeah. ready for this interview. And um, she had a great observation that I want to mention. And she described you kind of as if you're a master A and R, on top mm. of being a writer, rapper, engineer. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. also a really yeah. good A and R yeah. because she, yeah. she, you know, you you have an uncanny ability to feature really good rappers on your projects mm -hmm. almost before they blew up. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. caught on to a lot of cats before they really got shine out there. And yeah. then you go back and hear your pro you're, oh shit, he had him on back three, four yeah. years ago. You're like, God damn, like yeah. Ty man, you just got a good ear all around, that, man. And it, it, it makes it, it makes for great music. So yeah, shout so out that, shout that, you that, out. <laughs> appreciate it, man, because you look at it like this, man. You get the feature because it enhanced the song, not the name. And that's how I go about it every time, man. Word, uh, word. I, I do, whoever, Say that whoever, again. That's a gem. Yeah, Say that yeah, again. You, Say that you, again. You get the feature to enhance the song, not for the namesake of the feature. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right. when I reach out to an artist, I've done my due diligence and and know exactly what that artist sound is and what they bring. So if mm -hmm. I have a song on my project, I think he can elevate with his sound and his, you know, and, and what he do. That's who I go for. You know what I'm saying? So right. when I got the 38 special verse. I heard him. I'm like, yo, it's perfect on this to me. You know what I'm saying? With Rome Street, same thing. I'm like, yo, it's this ori, this 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 go, this this certain feel that 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 feel like it could have been on. Uh, what's the one project he got? A uh, headcracker with Future Wave. Or some shit. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. my that's my yeah, favorite yeah. project. So his, I'm like, <laughs> I, I heard that. I say, oh man, he would fit right here. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, just just that's how I always approach the shit, man. It's like I don't care about who it is for the song. Uh, for as they name rather, if he can make the song better, that's who I reach out to. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's it. That's you it. Have a, that's you it. have a very talented ear, man. Appreciate <laughs> it, man. I, I I I try to keep at it, man. I try to keep at it. Word, word. That's good yeah, shit. Be no problem, be no problem, well, yo, man. uh, man, we've been on for a minute right now. Yeah. So I, I don't want I don't want to take up too much of your time. So let's um let's conclude with, you know, do you have for the listeners out there? Do you have any info on any upcoming projects that you might be able to to talk about this year? Do you have any new things coming out later on? Uh, yeah. Anything they can expect? Uh, man, I, 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 I'm doing a disservice, man. I'm working on a project with my man, this guy named Seb Bash. He was on Room 30, I mean, not Room 39, No Cosine Cocaine 3. We working on a project that sounds right. like nothing is out there, bro. Uh, he he's uh he's very very dope man and mind you not to toot my own horn for it's my ear but 
the sound that he has, it rivals Al- Alchemist. You know what I'm saying? And, Word. You know, that's and, that's my style right there. Yeah, and, and and you could do your research. Look up Seb Bash. He's mm-hmm. him and Alchemist are good friends. He released Word. his project through Alchemist record label. It's called okay, Imports. Okay. So when Word. you go go listen to Imports by Seb Bash and you hear the beats. Then you understand why, you know what I'm saying? I connect with him. We working right. on a project. Uh, me and Bozak, we we about six, seven songs in right now. Yeah. Uh, that, that's uh, great so, news, man. Yeah, that is, yeah, I can't yeah. wait for that. Some shit, man. I, I'm what very, about uh, fu- what about Future Wave? Have you um yeah, have you discussed yet, anything with yet. him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You me. So it's a respect thing too because you know he he doing some things right now and it's like when you get with an artist, uh, a producer like that, and an artist like me. We want to be locked in together, you know what I'm saying? With yes. no other distractions, and that's yep. just that's just a respect and appreciation for each other's art. So mm-hmm. uh, he he got some things going on. He working with some people. I say, mm-hmm. man, when, just same thing with Ghost. Like, man, whenever the time is right and you clear up your schedule, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna keep moving and getting my weight up. I see you doing your thing. We 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 go we go we go mesh eventually and shit. So Future Word. Wave is one of the people I want to work with. Him and Ghost, oh, yeah. both of them. Both of them two right now at the moment are the two, you know, that I would like to work with sonically wise. Just you know I mean, just hearing these names that you're talking right now, Bozak, yeah. Future Wave, Seb Rock, yeah. uh, uh Big yeah. Ghost. I mean, yeah. God they, I mean, these are some major projects yeah. that could come yeah. into fruition and goddamn, yeah. I can't wait to hear this shit if, yeah. if these get done, bro. <laughs> they will, they will, man. I, they will, because I'm gonna keep pressing these guys and then, you know. I, I word, just have word. to outwrap. I, 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 I outwrap whoever they working with. Fuck. <laughs> word, no doubt. No Damn, that's the competition in me. My bad. Damn. Hell yeah. Hey, nah, that's good. Hey, yo, man, that's say that shit, B. Yeah, man. Fuck everybody, And if they don't feel that same way, then yeah. what the fuck you rapping for? I mean, yeah, especially man. in the abyss. I bet everybody yeah. feel the same way. Because I feel the yeah. same way. And I ain't yeah, even yeah. hot like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you but, know niggas who do that shit. They don't this nigga think. That's how you get more motherfucking haters. Hey yo, boy, every time I get in the basketball court or something, I think I'm better than some niggas. You know what I'm saying, Where hey, hey yo, hey yo, hey. I used to feel that way until I started getting older. Like it, I used to go on the court, <laughs> and yo, I'm the best nigga in this motherfucker. Now reality kicked in, and after two or three <laughs> runs up and down that court, niggas start getting winded. Like nah, I'm just gonna yeah, get I, in here and shoot my um, open jumpers and shit. <laughs> yo, yeah, yeah, I'm in the uh, Thursday A League at this gym. Son, yeah, like, yeah, I still play in the league yeah. too. That's crazy. Yeah, still, that, well, that's not right now, but yeah, I'm in the league. Yeah, yeah, but you know, coronavirus shut it down. Yeah. Hey, yo, son, I got these niggas that out this world. I got a nigga that uh, played for Tulane, a nigga that played for Delaware Knicks at yeah. League, yeah, in college, uh, yeah. Gremlin four years, and yeah. like, I just get forgot about me. Yeah, niggas forget about me. So I'm over <laughs> here, eleven years older than niggas. Yeah, <laughs> making eight threes in a game. I had like yeah. a three point game, thirty two point game. So yeah. Like, so I'm killing niggas. The next time I go to the gym, they be all on me, man. Like I can't yeah. shoot. We went by like twenty. We went by twenty. They be like, hey yo, yeah. hey yo, stay up on the light skin, nigga. He can shoot. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, no, I, I'm the worst one on the team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, people yeah. I'm like that. I'm like the ultimate decoy. You leave me open, I'm gonna knock yeah. you down. Yeah. Like, hell yeah. I still can dunk. Yeah. I'm 37. I still can dunk. So boom. Oh I'm well, yeah. You do better than me, bro. You can still dunk. I ain't I ain't dunked in about five years. Six, I work, six seven, I eight years. I foul you too, son. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, 
yo, yo, hold on. How how old am I? Thirty nine. I haven't dunked yeah. in thirty nine years, bro. God, <laughs> man, that's hilarious. Bro. <laughs> that's hilarious. You motherfuckers, man. Ill pick and roll, though. I hey, man, I'm gonna have to pull yeah, out yeah. the fucking strength shoes that I had, man. Get some strength <laughs> shoes back on. Man, I heard about them shit. I ain't heard about them shit like in forever, man. Like <laughs> mid 90s and shit, nigga. They, they, still, they still make them shit? I don't know, but I know an East Bay book ain't ain't too far away. Right, right, right. My dude. <laughs> fucking East Bay books, bro. That's what's up, man. Oh, bro, bro, bro. It's been a great right. interview right here, my dude. Yeah, yeah appreciate man. y'all, man. Appreciate yeah, y'all. Ty, thank you very much for taking out yeah. so much time to chop it up with us, man. Yeah, this was, man. This was a really informative interview. I'm a yeah. big fan of your music, man. I'm really appreciate looking it, man. forward to the new job. shit. I'm yeah. going to make sure to tell all these followers I got about your music. I'm sure they're hip. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of them are hip now because you, you definitely made a name for yourself in recent yeah. years. Uh, real quick, before yeah. we go, for the listeners out there, if you could just, um, just tell them how to find you on social media yeah. and also... Uh, you know, if you have a website, let's talk about that just so they know where yeah. to get your music at. Yeah. So, uh, hey, yo, before I do that, when when is this dropping? So I can I, I want to do something. When is Tuesday. This dropping? Tuesday. Tuesday. This right, Tuesday. So, so, so Tuesday, man, on Tafairs.com, man, I'm gonna do some uh, marketing shit. Uh, Word. What I do, man, I'm gonna make it no cosine cocaine three. I'm gonna make it a free download for the whole two days. Oh so whoever shit. Comes, yeah, yeah. Like why not? Fuck it, man. I will let the I want people to hear this shit, so that's you know, ill. Tyfairs.com, T-Y-F-A-R-R-I-S.com, my band camp. It'll be a free download, man. You, you ain't gotta pay nothing. You ain't, if you want to donate, God bless you. But uh, you know, the whole project will be there uh, for the socials, uh, Tyfairs Instagram, and then on Twitter, Tyfairs One. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you get it. Get at me, man. Oh, so yeah, man. Tuesday. Tuesday. That's... I'm gonna write it down right now, man. Uh, free downloads, man. That's amazing. That's amazing. All right, let me repeat that real quick for any listeners out there who weren't fucking listening. <laughs> yeah. This Tuesday, when this fucking episode drops, tyferris.com, T-Y-F-A-R-R-I-S.com will bring you to his band camp. And No Cosign, Just Cocaine Part 3 will be yeah. available for free download. So yeah. don't fuck around. Make sure you yeah. go to the site and get that. Listen yeah. to that shit. That shit is fire. You know what I mean? And don't forget to follow Ty Ferris on Instagram at mm. Ty Ferris, T-Y-F-A-R-R-I-S. And on Twitter, Ty Ferris 1 with the number 1 at the end. Hey, man, um, you do a hell of a job, man. Yeah, you're very professional right here, brother. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, also, I'm see, just trying to spread see. the word because I need yeah, motherfuckers. I need motherfuckers to listen to this high-quality rap so that Indeed. artists like you can get money to continue to make high-quality rap. That's all I yeah. want, man. Yeah. I just want yeah. more music, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 listen, like I say, man, I told somebody this shit. Like, if money wasn't involved, I'd still be doing this shit. The money is extra. You know word, what I'm saying? Word, this is, this is my therapy. This is my therapy. Appreciate you. Yo, and that's that's how that separates like, you know, fucking ringtone rappers from high quality artists. Because yeah, you're doing this indeed. shit for the love and the passion. Whereas yeah, other guys bro. are making a quick one minute catchy song to get money real quick and then fucking yeah. disappear. Bunch yeah. of whack motherfuckers, yo. <laughs> yeah, man. Fuck the niggas. Hey, fuck Drake. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
Word. So thank you again, Ty Fast, yes. man. I'm a big fan. I hope all the listeners out there enjoyed this interview. Ty gave us a lot of great background information. Um, and, and go listen to his music, man. TyFerris.com. Yeah. He has, I think, seven or eight projects on his yeah. camp right now, and they're all fucking fire. All Appreciate it, man. Appreciate true it, man. Indeed, true this indeed. is this is one of my better interviews in my my whole career, man. I like just talking with motherfuckers, man. Like on some real shit, man. This is dope. This is dope. Oh, thank you, man. Yo, we just we just like to shoot the shit. Me and Luke, yeah, we don't know how yeah. to we don't know how to do it any other way. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't like yeah. all that all that fucking. The, you know how the motherfucking standard interviews and shit. It should be coming corny. It'd be corny to me. Like I, I like to just talk and vibe and shit, man. Hell yeah, so hell dope. yeah. yeah God that's what I like, and I appreciate you saying that because that's the shit hey, no. we're on, yo. Mm-hmm. Keep the fly shit like boom. Since we look, talking about shit like this right now, I'm gonna say we get everything out the way. The next time we have you on the repeat guest, I don't even want to talk about too much about music. I want to talk about bitches. It's yeah, people. let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. That, yeah. You know yeah, yeah, man, because that's a like, whole nother lifestyle of mine. You know what I'm saying? There you go. Hey, you know hey, hey like, listen. Bird. The cocaine, the no cosine, just cocaine. I'm known for the other part in Detroit, man. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a lot of surfing going out here for these ladies, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, Word. I'm notorious right. in the strip club scene, son. Nice. I'm, I'm we gonna be up there with you. Later yeah. this year, later this yeah. year, we gotta do another interview. If you got another project coming later, and we'll we'll get yeah. into that topic. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Word. Damn right, let's do it, bro. Let's do it. Word. Appreciate y'all, man. Yes, likewise, likewise. All right, so thank you again to Ty Ferris. Everybody follow him at Ty Ferris, uh, TyFerris.com. And that concludes episode yeah. thirty-three of yeah. the Fuck You Mean podcast with yeah. Lukey Cage. Uh. <laughs> with Ty Ferris <laughs> and your boy Money Motherfucking Miz. That's a wrap. Bung bung. The yeah. fuck you mean, bitch? <laughs>